This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. And future next joining me today, we've got a full house after taking a nice two-week vacation. Uh, we've got Zen, we've got Aldino, and we've got Rook. Hello, uh, everyone. Uh, so today, uh, we're going to catch up on news a little bit, uh, talk about some of the housing stuff. Uh, Yoshida put out a statement on that a couple of weeks ago, uh, and there's also a little bit of news from uh, from the last couple of weeks, so we want to go over that. Um, so real quick here, uh, if you haven't done the Rising event yet, uh, do it right now, because it's done on Monday, so I need to do that. So I, I have many alarms set to be like, hey, yeah. get on it, because you're going to miss it. I did that with one event, and I was like, no, I cried. Uh <laughs> So that's wow. that's gonna end Monday. Uh, Yokai Watch is still running. It'll be running forever and ever and ever. Um, yeah. We also had this this week. We finally got a look at if if you were on the fence for the Omega statue, um, and you're like, well, I mean, it's a really cool statue, <laughs> yeah. but what does the emote look like? Uh, they have released that. It's up on uh, on the official uh, Twitter account. Uh, so if you want to see that Omega emote, uh, go and check that out. Obviously. Uh, it's a nice bonus, but I buy the statues for the statueness. It's so I love it. Uh, <laughs> the statue, the statue is good, and this is the first time I've actually pre-ordered one because oh, yeah. I loved their designs, and I was like, you know what? We've saved some money in quarantine. I'm just gonna put that pre-order in. I'm gonna hope the emote is cool because, mm. not gonna lie, I do mostly want the emote very badly, <laughs> and it's cool. It's super cool. I actually was surprised. Everybody thought they were gonna maybe do like the melting sort of animation mm -hmm. sort of thing, but it's actually kind of like you hover up in the air and some of the like kind of cool spiraling almost DNA effects kind of go around. It's neat. It's, it's neat. It's the same kind of effect that's actually on the the statue. The statue actually has yeah. that kind of. DNA yeah. stair step. Thing. It look, looks a little different because they can't just have things float on the statue, so they're kind of connected with this little glowy is it, um, thing. But is it uh, still pre-orderable? That's a I great so. question. I I think right. it is. Last time I last time I checked, I think it's still available. So Philip uh, uh, Philip came in the other day and was like, "Guess what? I uh I need to get back paid for like two years of extra C pay." And I was like, "Oh yeah, wow." Oh yeah. <laughs> it's still available right now. I I'm this nice spot on the shelf that just has nothing on it. You're like, yep. hmm. Mm, I think we, we can, can work we with can this. We can put that Omega statue right there. Right yeah. But yeah, we're so also like We also kind of want to get the uh Valve VR headset thing because mm. <laughs> I I want to I want to beat up music with sabers. I want to do it. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, you, you could always you could always get the the PSVR. I mean, that has Beat Saber too. Yeah, yeah. The, you can't do the you can't do the modded songs though. So you have to deal with I got whatever the, DLC I got they to have. try a couple different ones at Magfest though. And, okay. Uh, there's a reason that the Valve one is the most yeah. expensive because yeah. it, it is the nicest. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, That's it's fair. still I available tried that for pre-order now that you've seen yes. the emote. If you okay, want, it, sorry, go get it. Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. it's all good it's all good uh yeah definitely uh if that's one of the, if you're like on the fence just just get it because uh, i'm actually surprised it's still available yeah uh i, I wish it wasn't i'm so tempted <laughs> <laughs> see this was show. my greatest regret on shiva i was like rook you know you've tried to really cut back on how many figurines you buy now that like you're a grown adult and you realize that when you spent every dollar you ever owned on them in high school 
uh, that you a lot of times just ended up having to get rid of a whole bunch of them. And I was like, I'm going to try really hard not to get any more figurines. And I watched Shiva and I watched Shiva and I watched them like mm -hmm. extend the deadline. And I'm sitting there like, don't do it, don't do it. And then the moment one of my friends popped that Shiva emote in the game, I was like, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard it's it's one of these things like if you're gonna collect them like you got it like the day they go up otherwise mm -hmm. it's you never like shiva shiva was i think probably their, their more popular one because they actually did so. two reprints uh with 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 shiva so yeah get them get them while they're there otherwise lifelong regret um mm. do make sure that you like the statue though because over a hundred dollars for an emote is yeah it's not okay. Don't don't no. buy consult it your for doctor. The emote. Don't <laughs> yeah. buy it for no. the emote. Buy it because it's a cool statue and it'll look nice on a shelf or something. Uh, all right, uh, Tokyo Game Show is coming up pretty soon, um, and Yoshida is going to be doing some stuff uh, Sunday, September twenty seventh. Uh, this will be uh, four thirty a.m. Pacific because again, Tokyo Game Show, so it is based in mm. Japan. Um, <laughs> He's going to take a trip to an FFXIV world, so we don't know where. He, he could be on Ultros, he could be on Circuit Tennis, he could be on Hyperion, he could be on mm -hmm. anything. We have no idea. Um, and he's just going to chill uh, with uh, Yusuke Saito and Yoko Taro, uh, and they are going to talk about, quote, various topics. Yeah. So... Various topics. It, it He's gonna makes me put, a, think put that... a shirt on that seems vague, but has something to do with a job oh, in yeah. the future. <laughs> yeah, I just because this is this is basically just like another Yoshida walk stream that just happens to have like Saito-san and, and Yoko Taro. I can't imagine there's gonna be any big announcements during it. I think if it was, they would advertise it as like a live letter or something. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, it's, it's tough because I feel like their entire obviously like their news release sort of cycle has been totally shifted this year, yeah. like so many other companies. Oh, yeah. But the fact yeah. that the fan fests are oftentimes the markers where we get like very specific information about the new X-Pack and stuff like that, I'm really wondering if they're going to do anything this year to sort of talk about it outside of that, or if they're mm -hmm. going to try and align it with whatever they end up doing for FanFest next year, because it's rescheduled, but it also might be digital. And we just, I mean, we have no idea with what's happening right now with COVID and quarantine exactly what FanFest is going to look like next year. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I don't know if and when they're going to really give us that information. It's 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 interesting because you you think about the delay, right? And it's two months, give or take, right? And so you figure everything shifted by two months. Uh, so we should be getting that, like, that E3 live letter, using the yeah. air quotes here, right? We should be getting that E3 live letter with the FanFest information. Uh... But you know, I so many things have changed. So I, who knows? I think at this point, I wouldn't expect any expansion news until the new year, um, just because they need time to to prep uh, what they're going to show us. They need to figure out how they're going to show us. Right. Um, I and, and in all honesty, at at this point, like I just do live letters. Yeah. You know, um, whatever. Just have a live letter in November, like the you know the fan fest would have been. I would or, love. Yeah. And maybe that, maybe you know, the November when the original when the first fan fest was going to go. That's when they'll have the live letter or the announcement. Here's when you yeah, can expect the, just the announcement. This yeah. info. I mean, you know, whatever digital goods they were going to do, they can just throw up on the mock station. It'd still be cheaper than price of admission. I right. I, you know, I don't think anybody would be unhappy with that. They can, you know, have have Sokin play in his little uh, weird thing for 
you know 20 minutes at the end of the stream just to give us the concert um I, there's you know it, it depends on how big they want to try and make this um, so on tiny piano please yeah right the little the little <laughs> kawaii piano um get a get a box to kick to some uh oh what was that dungeon uh shoot amdapur i'm just oh, oh yeah, yeah. Think, I'm just yeah. all for like if Soken wants to host a digital rave with like yeah. more remixes like those two that just got released like yeah. oh my gosh they're so good let's just have a digital rave with Soken and then I'm gonna be fine and we'll get some news it really depends on how big Square wants to make it I mean obviously they would normally do fan fest right so it's a big deal but with everything going on I don't think anybody would fault them too if they were like we're just gonna have a live letter and give you the same information like that's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. They don't need to do some crazy weird digital event, you know. Mm. It's just It would be but. super fun though if they did something in game. Like a yeah. a bonus special, like a fan fest in game would be super fun. I Aww. I don't know if they would, but that would decorate be, the city with like yeah. banner stuff from a that fan be, fest. That would be <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I mean, you know, somehow incorporate the stream into super the, the meta, game though. or something. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, you you know if that happens, I'm I'm obligated to to email Koji and be like, so how does this work oh. lore wise? Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah, the, exactly. Leave what that is poor this? man alone. <laughs> oh. Uh, now I love so, yeah. that though. Just like yeah. a little yeah. a little area in each city set up that looking like a fan pets. It'd be cute. That could be really cool. I don't know if they have that. the the tech to run that though. That's yeah. It's it's hard. We I mean, I you know, the wandering minstrel, and he goes, "This is my homeland," and we just go to a stupid gray <laughs> yes. box place, and we just talk about things. That would be so fun. I mean, because such a big part of the fan fest, although it is about news and it is like a convention, so much of it is about that community feeling, right? Getting to actually be together, getting to celebrate together, do things together. Um, I think that that would be super fun if they did hold something in game and it would also be great because like you get a lot of hype and social media attention too from mm -hmm. things like FanFest because of all the pictures and things. But if you have players taking screenshots and like creating events around it, I mean that would also I think generate some hype. But again, is there any precedent for it? Has it ever happened? No. Like there's no. there's nothing and it would be a huge undertaking. I think but... I think they need they need a little a little like screen and a projector just you know in each in each city state. And then just bring Hildebrand to MC it in game, you know, have it all pre-recorded, <laughs> oh uh, and just have him just just take a hammer to that fourth wall because why the hell not at that point, right? <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, all right, so uh, that's Tokyo Game Show um, this week. Uh, actually, starting today is PAX Online for uh, in place of PAX West this year. Uh, it runs through the twentieth. Uh, SE is not there, so. <laughs> Schedule went live first thing it did was like I'm right, right Final Fantasy Avengers Square Enix nothing okay so uh, yeah that's weird because usually there's something but yeah, yeah it's a little little it's a little odd I, I mean it's understandable but it just feels weird um, additionally here uh, patch five point three one is live hey so uh, yeah. Right when I'm swamped with work and don't have time to just gather for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And hours. Um, you have I <laughs> speaking bought materials of... for the first time. I'm not even trying Ooh. for a title. I was just like, I don't want to go into DM. They're they're dirt cheap. They are yeah. four guild. I really, mm -hmm. I really wanted to try and go for a title, but I just uh, work. You know, next time. <laughs> next yeah, maybe. Time. Yeah. 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 Y
if you want to go after the titles, yeah, uh, you have until September 17th to qualify for the SkyBuilder ranking. So get on it if, if that's something yeah. you're interested in. Get crafting, get gathering, uh, get sky fishing. So. I have right. a friend who uh, already got the title on one character and was like, you know what? I think I want it on another one. And I'm like, why do you hate yourself? Why do you hate <laughs> yourself? See, I'm it's still... not easy on Balmung. There's a lot of people. Oh, and sure. they're all interested. It's hard. I'm just still working on a Morrow mount. Everybody's over there doing, like, gathering crafting, and I'm just, like, clawing my way through the last two classes that I have to level. Just, like, I will get this done before Boja, so help me, even though Boja could help me with the experience. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. This was, like, my goal <laughs> to get it done before Boja came out. So I'm trying so hard. Maybe yeah. one day, maybe some someday years in the future, I'll become the crafting gathering master <laughs> that I apparently need to be. But I am not there yet. I'm not yeah. quite. I've been doing Amaro like the, the other job classes like super casually, like every once, you know, maybe like once a week if I'm feeling up to it. I'll be like, yeah, I'll do like a dungeon on Summoner to level my scholar. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. Go ahead. Uh, I just I want to level Red Mage and Black Mage. I do finally want to do that but i'm like boja's yeah. coming why don't i just wait for that and you know like two months from now i'll be like why didn't i just level it what what is wrong with me yeah. i i do have my boja mage ready to go um yeah. that was like the fourth thing i think that i capped after after the expansion so uh it, it was just so damn convenient with eureka so uh and, and i i i put myself through that many many i think i ended up getting like four or five eureka weapons um <laughs> i don't know why yeah. I mean, I'm curious to see what our pacing is, is going to be like here with Boja, right? Because mm -hmm. the first step was super easy, but Yoshida-san also said it's meant to be super easy, yeah. you know? Like, so you don't have to freak out about this being, like, you know, completely dumbed yeah. down or, like, there being no time commitment. But I did feel like... I, I don't know how you managed four weapons fusion because I I like to get the weapons and things, but boy howdy, could I just it's, not keep my attention spent, going through all? I spent of a lot weapons. of time in in Eureka. I don't I don't know why either, to be perfectly honest with you. But you weren't raiding at the time, right? So you just you had the free time. That's free that's true. That, Eureka was kind of like the odd casual end game mm -hmm. content, right? So yeah, yeah. So there you go. I got, uh, finally got around to my tertiary alt. I have I have multiple alts so that when people uh, people are like, "Hey, can you help me with blah blah raid?" I'm not like, "Sorry, I have lockout." I'm like, "Yeah, hold on, let me get my other character." Uh, <laughs> so I had to because I'm doing dancer now, not bard. I had to first go get dancer all unlocked, that all the way up. But yeah, that's, uh, for the that's, first that's time, my problem now. If if we do uh, any dungeon stuff again or whatever on mm. on crystal, I'm gonna need to like level and not tank. Yeah. <laughs> from from like. But zero. yeah, for the first time ever, I I saw uh, queuing as a DPS that when you hit fifty, if your number in line is after fifty, it actually just literally says after fifty. Yep. Yeah. I, I did. Know. I did not know that. <laughs> I have never seen it that high. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I have, on some of these classes that I've been leveling for DPS, I've had, I've literally had to wait for an hour and a half or more sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's rough. I mean, if you, if there's just nobody else online, or especially, like, right now, I was so glad I polished off my last DPS 
right when 5.31 hit. So like I had one roulette or something left and the queue times of the morning that it released were like crickets in a field because everybody <laughs> yeah. was doing crafting gathering. And I'm sitting there and I like waited for something for ages and then finished off my last DPS. And I was like, all right, tank life only for me from here on out, which ended up really working out. But who they get I, long. I think that the highest I've ever seen is like 21 or something in queue on uh I've definitely seen like 30 and 40 before. I figured it would just wow. keep going, right? But no, after once you're 50, after 50. Yeah, they don't want to hurt you that bad. For showing you like seventy something, right? And like, you know it's what? after fifty. Don't worry. I, I know everybody's always like, "Oh, DBSQs." Uh, even though I was, I was after fifty. It still wasn't that long. Maybe well, just, yeah. if there's it's so many of those, and or I hate myself. It, yeah. <laughs> if there's if there's that many people in queue, that means that there's probably still also a lot of queues going around and mm -hmm. matching. So that's crazy. All right. Uh, so a couple weeks ago. Um, with uh, the current patch coming up, th was there anything we wanted to talk about in in patch five point three one? Um, before we get into this other bit, I mean, there's uh, oh. new Ishgard restoration. They lifted the cap for Savage Gear mm -hmm. uh, for Eden, which is super nice. Um, this wasn't five point three one. This was actually something that uh, we all talked about, but I think like Rook was the fig figurehead for. Um, the armoire, not armoire, the, the glamour dresser. Mm -hmm. You were like, okay. it's the best thing ever. And I was like, it's storage. Uh, so randomly in my Discord the other day, I was saying, man, I wish I could have different glamours on different jobs of the same type that are wearing the same gear. And one of my friends you goes, can. You, you can. You can. You just yeah. Like I didn't know that. Mm. I did not know that. So my, uh, my perception of the glamour dresser has gone up by leaps Zen's and Zen's worldview changed completely. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! Explosion! <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, when I say I love the Glamour Dresser, it's because, boy, did we need something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we needed something. But it still is so, so... It falls so short of yes. what we really need. And there are a ton of things about it that people just don't know because the UI and the interfaces and things are really confusing. So, like... There's really nothing that tells you right off the bat yeah. that you can link glamour plates to classes unless you just happen to be in your class list and you right click on one and you see like link glamour plate and you go, what oh, that does? Yeah. <laughs> what that does? Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm mentioning this story to other friends like, oh, guys, I'm so dumb. I didn't know that blah, 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 blah. And they're like, what? Because they didn't <laughs> know either. So here I am, friends of Aetherite Radio, if you don't know, when you make a glamour plate in the glamour dresser, you can link that. It's like a right kick link off of your character menu. You can link that to different jobs, same outfits, and have the same base outfit with a different glamour on each different job. You can do that. It's amazing. You have to be in like a city for it to take effect. If you're outside of a main residential slash city area, the glamour doesn't work. You just keep wearing whatever you were wearing. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, I have it. I have it for because um, my my like I consider armor like my main crafter. So like mm -hmm. if I'm on armor, it has actual like armor looking things instead of like hey here's the current like yeah. tier of, of of crafting gear that everybody and their mom is wearing. Um, but then like everything else has just like another you know that that set or whatever or uh like minor like i have like if i'm on, on minor i actually look like a minor if i'm on like my botanist or my fisher i just look like some random gatherer 
Yeah, the glamour dresser is definitely better than having nothing. But again, like when you compare it to things like WoW's transmog system, um, Guild Wars 2 sort of, you know, outfit wardrobe catalog, uh, ESO that has all of the outfits that are just like automatically mm -hmm. shared across all characters, it still is not ideal because again, we run into that exact same issue that we're probably going to talk about here with housing in just a little bit, <laughs> where you can only expand inventory spots so far, right? Yeah. As opposed to having something that is not like an actual like storage, put a piece in a slot kind of system. Um, you know, if you have something that's more like a, I collected this and it checks off that I collected it in some kind of catalog or something. And then I have access to all these looks, even if I dump the gear, even if I get rid of the gear, even if the gear is not in any kind of inventory. Like, that's really the ideal, I think. And I, I also think it would really incentivize people to want to run stuff more because they would want to get every single piece of gear in the game because then it would be like a collection and you could do fun achievements mm -hmm. with it and stuff like that, right? But right now it's so tough because even if I've held on to stuff and I'm like, I could use this at some point on a character if I Fantasia or for a different class, I'm so crunched for space in my inventory and retainers and even in the glamour wardrobe that it's like constantly playing a game of hot potatoes. Like what am I gonna just like yeah. drop? Because I you literally have to, can't juggle everything. You have to do the Marie Kondo thing. Like, does this bring me joy? And or have I have I used this in a glamour yeah. in the past six years? No. Yeah. Toss. <laughs> yeah. I've done yeah. a lot of inventory management. So I've used the glamour dresser for the first time to just throw things into it, but I've not used I've not applied there any was, plate. There was a time, uh probably like right before the patch dropped, where I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go through my retainers. I'm gonna like get all this gear. I'm gonna put it mm -hmm. where it can go, uh, and I just spent like hours, <laughs> like either yeah. you know it putting it in the armoire time. or or you know repairing it so I could store it. Or oh my gosh, I had duplicates of so many random. I get things. weird when I organize my inventory. I open up like <laughs> Excel and make Excel spreadsheets to see the most efficient wow. way to store certain materials together so that they best fit on a retainer and then have space to put more stuff in. So that's yeah, impressive. that's impressive. That's that's hardcore. That's a little weird. It's okay. You can call me weird. <laughs> that's a little. <laughs> that is a little weird. much. But you know, you do you. But you do it's you. Impressive. <laughs> but I don't have to organize again for like four years. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if we're talking specifically about five point three one stuff, I mean the rewards are cool. Um, mm -hmm. Thinking about stuff we can't always fit into our wardrobes, but that I made space yeah. for. Um, I love the new phrase for uh, oh uh, oh boy. Oh. Velger outfit. That's mm -hmm. fun. <laughs> and um, I like that we are also still getting stuff from, like, you know, themed stuff from portions of the game, even if we're not, like, actively in that. But right. there are so many people that love the Ishgardian feel and style. Mm -hmm. um, I love the little doublet. I think it's really fun. Uh, the details on it are cool. Uh, the mount I also thought was super neat. Like, a lot of the little things from this particular tier I actually liked. And I was like, oh, yeah, these are cool rewards. Um, also, it is the literal cutest thing that if you do your turn-ins, which is kind of 5.31 adjacent with, uh, is it L L2? L2. Yeah. Yeah. The dragon. The dragon. The, One, the custom delivery. Adorable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Custom delivery dragon. She adorable. Two, you get an adorable version of her as mount. And three, you also get a title that's like best friend of dragons, which is everything. <laughs> and I would and ever you want. get some fantastic <laughs> lore about why dragons look the way they do. Which I mm -hmm. thought was yeah. really so yeah. I 
Yes. continuously keep forgetting to do the the, the new turn-ins and well, i had like, so four so friends with, show up the spoiling. other day on the mount like right next to me all of them oh, okay so you've already seen like, the mount yeah yes i'm like oh no i really really need to remember to do that so cute. yeah i mean so i mean you you know in the the customer it's just like the little the little kind of wyvern and so obviously like you can't ride that around so they had to do mm. something and because of that change they actually talk just a little bit about how that happens. And so oh, yeah. that was kind of neat. Yeah. That was interesting. Can you spoil me? I mean it, we've had we've done spoiler cast. Um so it's it's essentially like it's it's a mix of like internal and external forces she says. And so, like, the reason that she looks like that and the reason that we haven't seen any other dragons that kind of look like that is because of, like, the times that she's living in where, like, she's getting along with, with the other races and stuff like mm. that. And so, it was, yeah, like, I thought that was really interesting. Um, so, it's like a... It's an adaptation to the environment. Like, they will turn into the big scary dragon if big scary dragon is needed. If they're in the middle of a war, yeah, yeah. I, I guess, yeah. I thought that was really it's 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 just like a, a real quick one line kind of thing. But I'm like, yeah. okay, like dragons sure. are actually super fascinating in Final yes. Fantasy 14, and I didn't really know. Like, I thought they were cool. Midgard Stormer was still one of my like favorites ever. Like, I really, even when I first played through the game, I was so captivated by his weird lore and yeah. him and everything that goes on with him. But it wasn't until Nerd Alert. But we've got other RPers here, so I feel less mm -hmm. bad. I started researching for an Ishgardian character that had a lot of contact with dragons that I really started getting into, like, the lore of the Scalekin and, like, Dragonkind. And it's so neat. Like, they are very bizarre. And the way that their, like, magics work and the way that their, yeah, like, physical development even works is really fascinating. So it is fun that, you know, they're using Ishgardian restoration not only for, like, crafting gathering stuff, but to also, I think continue those stories in Ishgard and give us more information about, you know, all the people there, which I'm sure they'll build on in the future for other stuff even, but um, it's neat. Like you don't see a lot of games go back and do that with yeah. old X packs or old content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's I'm sitting it's, here as you're like explaining it. I'm like, that sounds like something they added just so they didn't have character, <laughs> didn't have people coming through being like, wait, this doesn't make sense. But there is actually, there is precedence with it with Midgard Stormer. He has mm -hmm. like, Three forms already in the game. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. And, and, and the little and, and, shoulder guy is the mount. Is yeah. giant. And giant on top of all of that, serpent esque form. And on top of all that, dragons are aliens. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. came from another yeah. planet. <laughs> like what? <laughs> okay, they're uh, aliens. The way that, that may they or may not like... be thundered, we don't even know. Yes. The yeah. way that they like physically develop is very strange and super interesting. Like depending on various like ethereal. Um, you know, dispositions that they have and and stuff like that. Like, they're very interesting. And it does seem like some of the older dragons are able to control to some degree some of their, like, physical mm -hmm. traits and, you know, like, uh, change their body in certain ways. It's it's very, very cool. And I, and I love it. And take away Heidelin's gift. Who knew? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you, th away. you think about, <laughs> about, you know, the current dragons right now, you, you know, and how they, uh, with, like, the Dragon Song War and how they made it after that. Well, before that, they were, like, going like across space being sh like chased by omega and the people that made omega so like yeah. they've they've been fighting people for a while <laughs> yeah such a crazy like narrative like what is... uh yeah so what, what else five point three one uh there are new um quests for the firmament um when you uh complete the uh the current step of the restoration which is cool i i've just finished those 
um, a few weeks before the patch because you needed to do those to get into the custom delivery stuff. Mm. Uh, super cool. I, I just I love everything that they've been doing with with restoration. It's just oh, they're, they're, they're building a neighborhood of NPCs. They're developing relationships with the people that actually live in the the firmament. Like it's so cool. Um, let's see the the savage uh, treasure stuff. I, I'm super pumped about that. Just last week, uh, me and my raid group were like, "Hey, like we should like try and like you know be better about like getting into this stuff so we can finish up uh, you know accessories and stuff for people." And then they drop this. We're like, oh, okay, so this will be a lot easier than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be nice. Um, you can also get your uh, the uh, Crystarium uh, Esther now to to uh, upgrade mm-hmm. the uh, the weapon. If you have that, you can use the coins for that. So that was that's that was like the first thing I did this week was run my two raids and upgrade that. So yeah, uh, so that was nice. Um, I hope they give us something else to buy with those coins. <laughs> Yay! I don't. I don't know. We'll see. I, was I mean, say, they they've had so, in the past like uh, orchestrated roles. Yeah, yeah, they'll go back and, and be stuff. like, "What else can we do with these?" So people aren't just like, hmm, "Once like the third tier doing. comes out, like they'll have just be like, here's yeah. an orchestrated role or like the because the furniture items for the near stuff are crafted, right? So maybe they would add a couple little mm-hmm. random like get a little It'll robot doll for a coin well, or weapon. something or mm-hmm. weapon maybe. Yeah. You'll, you'll have to you'll I have to come back that. with like ten of each coins to get the sword. I'm yeah. still holding out for some weapons. Yeah, I think they. It just seems like such an iconic and obvious thing that the community is really, really wanting. Yeah. And the fact that they put in like the two B coffer additionally makes me think that they might be willing to add in some extra things. And I would love it if they did that. For I wouldn't. Coins and- yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they added weapons at the end because I mean that that was one of the things. Like there was that, um, like concept art or whatever that had been oh, going yeah, around the community art, for yeah. years. Yeah. Right. For the for the near collab. Right. Yeah. It's like here's some costumes and here's all the weapons and I, I would be surprised if they looked at it and they're like, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> so, um, okay, I think there, there was like a bunch highlights. of stuff, but it was pretty lots good. Of, stuff. Lots of little stuff. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a small? I, like the... I mean, I'm just. Oh, I was just gonna say, I'm just really. I'm just waiting. I just need Boja. Yep. I just. Yeah. I need. Like the thing is, is that yeah. right now, even I know a lot of our crafter gatherer fam is going to be loving, you know, having mm-hmm. the new leaderboards and having this new shot at doing stuff. But I mean, even just seeing the fact that we've had so much time between these, so that compared to like previous tiers of Ishgardian restoration, where those items start going up on the market board and they're like mega expensive. This time, everything was super cheap because everyone has so many things already saved up and scripts and they've been working so hard on it. And, you know, everybody was prepping and getting ready to come into this next tier. So it's kind of like, well, if you're not necessarily doing a lot of that or pushing hard for it right now, um, you know, I don't think this patch necessarily super affected you. So at this point, I'm just like, yes, I will get my Amaro mount, but please, Mm -hmm. please, please, I need Boja soon. (laughs) I'm just waiting for it. I'm just waiting for it. I had something. Grace. Go ahead. Oh, the only saving grace for me right now, because I don't really have anything that I particularly want to do, is going back through every single story quest on the first for reasons. You know, <laughs> you know what reasons. Maybe that we're doing D and D at some point. But like that's what's keeping me, you know, engaged in the game. I can't wait for Boja. I need something to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. RP is great, too. Like, yeah, RP, yeah. Lord Dives. Like, that's been definitely keeping me going as well. And oh, I'm so excited for D&D stuff, which also I've been, like, scouring through, trying to, like, <laughs> look and search for that inspiration and things. 
Um, but yeah, we're definitely ready, I think, for some more content. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, what was, not last week, the week, the week before when we've had some, some bad luck IRL uh, the last couple of Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, so last week we were like getting ready to, to go and, uh, my, my refrigerator was not running, running. which, yeah. It feels like the setup for like a bad joke. I think I actually tweeted mm-hmm. a bad joke in the tweet talking mm-hmm. about last week getting canceled. Uh, before that was supposed to be our lore cast, uh, which didn't happen because both of our lore guests, oddly enough, had similar issues pop up IRL, uh, which was weird. Um, they but punched we're... each other in the same place. Yeah, yeah. It was it was super. Str- it's such a weird like random. I won't get into it, but yeah, it was weird. Like <laughs> we 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 talked to one. It's like, hey, this happened. I can't. I don't think this is gonna work. Okay, we're talking to the other one. Yeah. I don't think, you know, if that's fine, we'll, we'll do it another day. Oh, hey, that happened to me, too. And it's like, what? <laughs> um, Just be yeah, nicer to yourselves, lore friends. Right? Uh, so um, we're going to we're gonna get that rescheduled here at some point. Um, but uh, that that week, I think, instead of an episode, uh, me and Aldi actually, behind the scenes, we're, we're checking out some layout options for, uh, for the D&D uh, campaign uh, that we're going to do. And it looks so good. Like it's oh, oh the things that people have done with D and D. Let me tell mm-hmm. you, it's amazing. Yep. <laughs> I was blown yeah. away with with this system that we're going to be using. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Engine Crystal in the chat is Boja coming Tuesday. It is not. Boja is uh, three point five. So uh, or no, yeah, I'm so sorry, five, three, three point. Five three yeah three five. I'm like, what's the other number? Yeah. What are we? Yeah, five point three five. So uh, we'll probably have another month at least for that. Three point yeah, five. Maybe. So it's been out approximately. Yeah, three, four years. Negative six months. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Back on uh, to the restoration though. Uh, I thought it was kind of cool. I I guess we probably could have seen this coming from the previous time around, but they let you use the old materials. Mm. Uh, you still get credit, like script, and I think lead did, board credit did, for did turning that those in. Last time too, it's just thing... less. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think I think that's cool. They stuck with it because yeah. people were freaking out. They were like, "These aren't going to be useful anymore." Uh, I'm sorry. That's a that's a mean noise I just made. <laughs> anyway, uh, but you do have to use the new materials if you want to get the uh, little mog ticket stamp. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But um, I think that was smart. And that honestly feels yeah. like they're learning almost directly from content like Eureka, right? Mm-hmm. Where there really was like going into the next zone. And I remember, you know, nobody knew what to expect. So we have our first zone and then transitioning into the second. I think it was such a big drop off point for so many people because they had spent hours and hours and hours like getting things, getting their mount, mm-hmm. you know, farming all this stuff. Yep. Like you spend all this time and you don't want that progress to feel like it is suddenly completely nullified and everything you've ever done is like not worth it. And now you have to just do the exact same thing over. And like, of course, Eureka tried to sort of shake it up with each different, you know, portion that came out. But I think that was a really big learning experience just yes. in like player engagement because if you're gonna have things that are long grinds you don't want people to feel like if they're rolling into the next portion they suddenly lose all momentum they've ever had doing it you know what i mean and Mm. you want people to feel like because they spent those time and hours they can now maybe have an advantage in the next one or like roll into it or just have something that keeps them moving through it so i think that's super smart i think that i'm hoping we see that as well even with boja that lesson kind of like continues on 
well we have there's ladders we could climb in boja in the the trailer (laughs) we saw us climbing a ladder this is like whoa like but if they want to help us with our inventory woes let us use the previous stuff because otherwise people will just have it in their inventory and be like i don't want to throw it away Mm -hmm. so i guess i'll just leave it there but if you can trade it in for something anything it doesn't matter what in the next one then it leaves our inventory we have a free so i'm gonna i'm gonna let you in on 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 a secret you ready for this if you are inclined to just hold on to stuff Mm. eventually you'll run out of room and you'll need to buy additional retainers i know i know which gives them more money but this would it only takes up one spot because it stacks to 999 this is what i'm saying like those sorts of like crystals and stupid things from eureka let them let let us just you know exchange some of them for something in the next one you could have a a retainer that's just full of like various type of crystal based items that's what (laughs) my saddlebags are many yeah all tokens and (laughs) yeah yep Yep, yep. yep. Materia, crystals, 1.0 yeah, totem currency. Yeah. Well, especially too, because at one point, does everybody remember? I think, I don't remember if it was in a live, love, uh, live letter or what, but there was this whole thing like, oh yeah, someday we are planning and really would like to add more rewards to the old, you know, like, uh, you know, special fate hunts and the totem, you know, lists. And I was like, well... Now I can never get rid of any Odin chest. I can never get rid mm-hmm. of any. I have totem so many <laughs> behemoth horns. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they've they've already done it with the Alex stuff. They added mm-hmm. orchestrian rolls and other stuff there. Yep. So you you've already had to go back and get pieces even from the regular uh, tier of of mm-hmm. that raid. So they, they'll probably do it. Just hold yeah. on to everything. Sorry about your inventory. Yeah, I think it's especially bad for this because there's so many different crafters and there's so many different specific mm. materials. So yeah. you have to ha- yeah. have a way for us to get rid of them. That's why that I have Excel sheets. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yes. But that's also why, like, having something across the board, like, we talk about the glamour system, mm-hmm. but having something that would be like a crafting inventory oh, where the things just go on a list and it's not like you have actual slots that are taken up or, like, a currency specific kind of thing where again it's not like you have totems sitting in your bag it's just like you have this many (laughs) it's it's so funny like as you say this i can just picture yoshida like hearing this in like an interview like somebody like proposing like well why can't you do this and he's just going (sighs) i mean i have no doubt that it's because of the way the system was built right like There is a reason they haven't done this yet, but it's just unfortunate because I think that the rework of 2.0 came out at a time where we were just really starting to see this like transition into more like contemporary systems and MMOs and things like this that now for like modern MMOs that are releasing are common basic sense for like what you're doing when you first program it and release it. But that like a lot of, you know, MMOs, even like, wow, that's older have had to deal with like oh, wait, hold on. People expect this level of sort of, you know, um, convenience now. So how do we completely rework stuff to do that? Mm -hmm. And I mean, it took, wow, Mm -hmm. a ton of expansions to even do anything with Transmog, right? But I mean, I hope that at some point they're able to do something because I think that would be a huge quality of life thing for everybody, you know? And they they do constantly look through and go, oh, what have we done? Let's let us make this a little better. And sometimes it is a little better and sometimes not, but at least they're trying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to, to mention that's 
I guess more relevant for the last patch though. Uh, I started a new character to mm -hmm. go through Realm Reborn and see if I what noticed names. any difference. Yeah, I I can't really point out any specific differences, but it does definitely feel faster. Mm. It it took me two days to get to thirty and the waking sea, and by two days I mean like you know maybe six hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's way faster. It's not bad. Just yeah. even my experience the last time I had to do it. Yeah. I was <laughs> I my my goal with this particular uh alt was was an RP thing. And I was like, I'll get them to thirty so they could wear pretty yeah. gear and stuff, and then I'll I'll stop. And I figured I'd I'd be past the waking sands, but I'm already thirty and I actually yeah. got got not quite thirty by the time I was unlocking those first dungeons. Because that was my goal. Get to the dungeons, get through those really quick, and just do that roulette or something. But I mm. didn't even really need it. It was already... Mm -hmm. It was hmm. very fast. Yeah, yeah, with so many of the changes that they've made, it's it's always funny to me. Um, because 14, I mean, to be fair, does feel slower than a lot of MMOs at the start, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, like at this point, with all the boosts that they've put into like the main story quests and the job quests and things like that... Um, you overlevel so fast at this point, like it's it's really ridiculous. So whenever I have people who are just like, I can't make a character unless it's on a preferred world server because otherwise I won't have the experience. I'm like, you're not gonna need it. Like you're yeah. gonna be okay. Sure, will it make it faster? Yes, but like honestly, it's not like you're gonna still overlevel. I mean, the biggest thing is that you still just have to get through those quests. So like that mm. is gonna take you longer. Um, but, you know, they're so well-tailored at this point, I think, to get, like, one class up through to level with just a little bit of supplementary stuff that if you're doing your quest and you're doing your side quest and maybe you're doing a roulette or the content you have, it's, you know, that first class is going to go by about as yeah. fast as it can. But um, the, I guess, I don't really remember how long it took between unlocking the dungeons, but I feel like it was longer than two minutes. Uh, it is now two minutes. You <laughs> you unlock uh, Sestasha. You do Sestasha, you go back to turn it in, and they're like, okay, cool, go to the next city. Yeah. And then that person's like, all right, go unlock the next dungeon. And that's it. That is really it. Wow. Very fast. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. So after going through 3.0, anything else for, for 5.31? I think that's that kind of yeah. covers the, the bigger things yeah. right so um a couple weeks ago we were going to talk about this last week um yoshida had made a post about housing and titles um and so he says during the li uh, last letter from the producer uh, we discussed the topic of the asgardian restoration sky builder ranking titles and achievements to be featured in patch 5.31 yes we were aware this this just came out so some of this is a little a little old right so so bear with us but we did want to talk about it. there's there's a lot of interesting things in here um our community teams in each region were kept busy collecting uh, and collating comments from official forums, social media, and other websites from across the world in an effort to gauge player preference from a global perspective. Uh, these preferences generally fell into one of three categories. Those who wished to keep the titles unchanged, those who wished for different titles, and those who were happy to let the development team decide. Uh, much of the feedback uh, was supported with clear and well-considered reasoning, which greatly expedited our decision-making process. So once again, please allow me to thank good everyone job, for community. their thoughtful responses. Yeah, good job. Uh, Skybuilder ranking titles and achievements for patch 5.31. Based on a thorough review of each region's feedback, the development team 
uh, reopened the debate regarding Skybuilder titles and achievements, a discussion which led to the following decisions that uh, to take effect in 5.31. The I was title... going to say really fast, if, yeah. mm -hmm. if you don't mind. Um, I love their little like tidbit in there about like, please don't just scream at us on the forums. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we, will, we will encourage the good behavior. Please give us thoughtful feedback, which yeah. will help with our decision-making process. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, you can tell that they're listening to it, but it is so mm -hmm. funny to me when people a lot of times just like go in rage and they have like no clear evidence for anything in any gaming community, right? And they're not citing like their thoughts or opinions. It's usually just like everything is garbage and on fire. Yeah. But it is amazing how like sometimes, yes, even just like submitting your ticket, submitting like joining a thread and actually like going through mm -hmm. and saying, you know, this is my experience. This is how I'm feeling. This is, you know, this kind of stuff it really can give developers stuff to work off of. So don't ever think that like you can't just say those things in a, you know, a good way it, and like give thorough feedback. Feedback is always appreciated, but it's just that like line between ranting yeah. or actually having yeah. like feedback they can act upon, you know? There yeah. is Say, no saying something sucks, sucks is different from hearing. saying why it sucks. You gotta, yeah. 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 But there is a reason why why we as a podcast constantly go, ah, good idea, take it to the forums. Because they read the forums, yeah. and if you back that stuff up, they might use it. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Lost his place. Oh, no. Lost I'm sorry, oh, no. I distracted. It's all <laughs> Rook's fault. How could you? Uh, <laughs> the title for placing in the top 12, as well as the title for placing in the top 100, will remain the same. As for previous rankings, uh, achievements will be distinct and linked to the phase in which the achievement was earned. So the decision uh, for keeping titles the same was based on two main factors. One, that titles function as a role-playing mechanic, thus changes would undermine this public indicator of a character's medal. And two, the fact that amongst those who uh, had already earned those titles, there were slightly more uh, voices in favor of keeping the titles unchanged. That's such uh, a big deal. That, yeah. you know, they could identify the difference between the two groups, you know. Like, they listen to everyone who didn't have the titles, right? They're going to listen to you. But they also listen to the people who already had them, because that's that's a big deal. If you, you know, if you don't change mm -hmm. the title, do they want to do it again? You know, right? So it, it, there was a yeah. lot of balance there. Yeah. A lot of a lot of my friends who got the title last time were really hoping that they wouldn't yeah. make anyone because they yeah. didn't want to do it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we're right. gonna make themselves do it again. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's weird because there's like I I get like both both sides of the argument for that, right? It's like yeah. I want the new title that shows I was here for this one, but at the same time, like you helped. Here's you know yeah. So, um, Ushida goes on to say achievements. On the other hand. Uh, are individual accomplishments, which serve as a record for a character's adventuring feats, the, uh, such as how many times a character has placed well in the rankings. As such, it was decided that the Skybuilder ranking achievements would be defined as Phase 2 and Phase 3, depending on when said achievements were earned. I think that's great. I think that's a really good way to kind of, you know, make make everybody happy. Um, mm -hmm. He says it's understandable that having separate achievements may leave some players feeling compelled to earn them each time. <laughs> we just said mm -hmm. that. Um, but as previously explained, the titles themselves will be exactly the same, and we wish to provide those who enjoy completing such achievements multiple times a method by which they can keep track of their efforts. Now, so if you're achievement you... chasing, you're, you're good. You're fine. Do you get anything different for either of those achievements? Like, do you get a bonus title or some sort of reward for either of those? Uh-uh. Not no. as of now. 
I could see them adding at the end, but they should have told us at the beginning if they were going to do yeah. this. I, yeah, yeah, you know, an achievement upset, for each. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and I've and I've thought about that, right? I've I've entertained the idea a few times. Like, what if like they do open housing wards right from this, and like mm -hmm. if you got one of those titles, you get priority on plots or something Whoa, crazy boy. like that. But oh. if they do that and didn't tell people ahead of time, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh no, <laughs> that would be garbage. Like, I oh there would gosh. be so many people who'd be so mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that would be a huge incentivizer to do this content. Yes. Correct. Correct. It's like, yeah. you know, I would, I would, and I am the <laughs> most reluctant. Most, I do not particularly care for crafting a gathering, and I say that knowing that it's a cool system and that so many people love it. You know, but like, I would have tried to do mm -hmm. it were that the case. But. I mean, it's it's interesting because we've talked a bit about the fact that like achievements in 14, I think have kind of lost their meaning yeah. in a lot mm -hmm. of ways. I mean, it's it's really rough because like some of them you do get rewards from and there are certain milestones that you do. But it seems like almost all of the newer ones, there really isn't much. And there's not even something like you complete so many achievements, you get points for completing them, yeah. then you have achievement points at certain, you know, thresholds, you get special rewards or weapons or glamour, or you can go and you can like turn those points into a special vendor or like, we don't have anything like that. Yeah, so it's, it's like bare bones. Well, we, we totally do, but the bones. problem is there's, there's like no value attached to the achievement yeah, points. that's what I mean, yeah. Cause you get, you get a, you know, so many from them and then it's like, okay, like this one thing, it costs like one achievement token. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can afford that. Um, yeah. And then they don't the add much to it. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there was like one patch, like we added a scarf. Oh shit, a scarf, whoa. Uh, it's like, a ribbon. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it was a ribbon. It was a ribbon. And and to yeah. be fair, I do have it glamoured. It looks really good with the dancer AF. But <laughs> it was like one item. And this yeah. was after right, this was after we had years of like the, the veteran rewards, right? If you sub for X amount of time, yeah. you get uh the, a cloud costume, you get a squall costume, uh Zidane, you get uh you know, uh this barding for your chocobo. And then they go, Alright, we're gonna stop that. Um, but hey, like here's this new thing we're gonna do. Like if you've been subbed X amount or whatever, here's like a mount, and then nothing. And then they're like, no. okay, now we have this new vendor. Um, here's like this little Magitek claw mount and a ribbon. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, okay. it's such a bummer. I mean, yeah. it's such a bummer because this, I think, like with with this particular content, for example, this is a great. The solution that they chose is a great solution, I think, to address the community. The idea that like, hey, the titles will stay the same. So that if you missed it previous seasons, you can still or like previous portions, you can still get in there. You can earn it. You can do it. People who've already done it don't have to feel like, oh, my gosh, I have to do the same thing over again and sell my soul to it. And I'm going to you know, just want to just stop doing this altogether because I'm so frustrated. But if I do. I get a special achievement or I get yeah. something, but the fact that like that achievement doesn't actually get you anything is yeah. confusing to me because like that's where it falls apart. If we had a really robust achievement system that had a lot of really cool stuff, I mean, that would be one thing. And I think people would be like, hey, I want to do this again if I feel like it so I can get it. But it's a little tough when that just means that like, I guess if somebody chooses to see how many achievements you've done you can brag about it yeah <laughs> the, the the achievements like the, the way that they're tracked um like some of them give titles some of them give rewards okay but for the ones that don't and it's just you know it's just another like little check mark right it, it some of that stuff mm -hmm. feels very much like an afterthought they're like hey uh 
games have achievements now. Let's add an achievement system. And this is what we have. And it's like, all right. Like, I, I, there's no reason, really, unless you're after, like, uh, like a Frontlines mount or something. Like, right? There's really no reason to even really go after the achievements, I feel mm. like, in most cases. It, it's, it's some glamour gear. Nothing that's you know gonna have like amazing stats or anything and some it's all like cosmetic based and so like well that's okay you know that's fine but it's just eh. and i'm gonna go so far mm-hmm. go ahead then go ahead. i'm gonna go so far as to say that all of the good stuff you get from completing achievements you just get from the achievement it's not from the achievement points yeah like all of the maps right. and titles and stuff yeah. and no, the, the pretty... actual achievement point items are just whatever yeah yeah most of them are pretty early well early-ish on as Mm -hmm. well. Like, there are definitely some you have to work towards, but if you've been playing for years, it's not like there's an ongoing initiative to do achievement points. And I I really didn't care about achievement points. I'll be real. When I first started playing Final Fantasy, I did not care about them. I Like, it did not even cross my mind that that would be something that I would want to do. But then I started playing other MMOs that I think have expanded that better and achievement points have become one of my favorite things to do. Like, um, you know, they can really, really sort of enhance stuff that you can work towards. They can give you additional stuff. Like um, in ESO, there's some really fun achievements where like at the end of a zone, there's even a little like quest that goes with them and you can collect all these like artifacts from the region and it gives you lore about them. And then you get like special lore outfits that like correlate to the region or there's special little like minions or special things that you can get that expand on what that achievement would be. Um, in Guild Wars 2, there's even some fun ones where you can go back and do like old duty instances and there's certain achievements for completing them fast enough or this thing or that thing that will then give you all sorts of stuff from like different titles, all sorts, you know, different things. And with New Game Plus, that would be super fun. Like mm-hmm. if you had a mm-hmm. reason to go back and do some yeah. of those quests or do them or, you know, mess around with it. Um, and uh, there's also like the currency again, like I said, where when you reach certain like thresholds, um, I, you know, every 5,000 uh, achievement points or something, you actually will get currency for the in-game cash shop yeah. or you'll get like, um, you know, there's like special achievement weapons that are like these crystalline weapons that are super cool. And each time you reach that new like turnover threshold, you can pick a different one and stuff like that, I think would really give players more reason to try to do these. And, you know, they could release so many cool little sets or things like that, where it would still incentivize you to do it and kind of engage with the game and the content uh, across a variety of different, you know, formats, whether it's like open world stuff or otherwise. So I would love to see them do more with this, honestly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I would minimum. even like more just like costumes. But yeah. I, th- I think we've kind of fallen now, now that veteran rewards aren't a thing anymore, right? I think they've mm-hmm. kind of fallen into like this this rut where it's like, okay, we'll do like a special costume for like FanFest every two years. Or we'll do a special mount every two years. And that's, like, that's it. Like, some of the stuff that's going on the MOG station could easily be achievement rewards. Or they could sell it for real money. So, like, mm-hmm. I think that's that's part of it, too. They're, they're kind of playing against the system themselves by, by making new things, but then not having them available as achievements. Uh, How much money achievements. do you think they made off of those new Oktoberfest-esque outfits? Oh, man. They so so much good, money. though. Yeah. I mean, I don't like the thing is, is that I don't mind. I yeah, don't mind. Companies have yeah. to earn money. You know what I mean? I don't I mind, mind a little. Eighteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot. Some of those prices are ridiculous. Yeah. 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 But I mean, so the fact pretty. that it's not an account wide unlock 
we've talked about yeah. it, you know it, that's really not keeping up with a lot of other cash shops in games right now unfortunately no. um yeah but i'm mean, like i don't mind them making money i just think if you have systems in the game you sh you should make those systems good and you, <laughs> you know, need to show those systems a little love before you you yeah. try and, and get the credit card information from your players yeah yeah <laughs> so many even even simple things like emotes that they just rip off of characters that are already doing them like, like why does on. it cost me like eight dollars to have a drink <laughs> like what <laughs> like that's such a weird like i was so I happy mean, that was on sale <laughs> but i mean think about how fun that would be if that emote were like for completing like if you do these side quests in the mm -hmm. dwarven zone you get an achievement that's like the friend of the dwarves and then you get the cheers emote like that would yeah. be fun. I would love that. And it would give you a reason to engage with that content. And I mean, um, they, they do do that. It's not yeah. for achievements necessarily, but like the, uh, the lolly ho itself mm -hmm. came from yeah. that exact sort of situation yeah. minus yeah. an achievement. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're like, okay, we'll give, we'll give players the bread emote for free via the Ishgardian restoration stuff. But mm -hmm. if they really want to role play and also drink after eating their bread, eight bucks. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Man, just it's like kind of cruel if you think anyway, about it. Right? Bread's dry. You need a drink. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's it's a real... I've missed paying $8 for beer since I haven't been to a bar in so long. <laughs> that's what they were doing. Womp. <laughs> Good. It, it's oh, just he, tough. It's you tough. figured it out. Yeah. It's that balance between, like, I do play a subscription game, but I might also have to buy this thing and then buy it for every single character right. I would ever want to have it on, which is... Again, it's just not quite as contemporary as some other places. So, like, don't get me wrong. I do believe that right. Final Fantasy XIV overall gives us more for our subscription than almost any other MMO. I mean, the amount oh, of gear, the amount of, the amount of emotes, the amount of minions. Mm. Like, we get a ton. But there are some systems that I think could address some of the problems or, like, the critiques about things like open world or replayability or things like that. But if I think they kind of bulked out or like examined some other games to sort of, you know, just give it a little bit more of a rounded feeling or purpose, I think could be really fun for players. And achievements, it's a perfect, uh, perfect example, like especially here with this dilemma or dilemma, but the solution for Ishgardian Restoration. It's like, great, well, achievements are cool, but so if they do phase three and phase four, what does what does that actually mean for them as far as like, you did a good job. It's like, you don't really get anything. It's just that mm -hmm. in your log, you're going to be like, I did participate yeah. in those. My memories of the hours I spent are justified in game. Like, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's not like you, you know, you're getting you get anything. Yeah. An extra title or something because you have, unless they reveal it later, which might have its own problems. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I wish they would have just came out and said, like, in this, yeah, there's just achievement for it. But if you get all of them, we'll give you a special title at the end. You know, like, there's one more at I, the end. I think, I think you know, if, if they wanted to, to go one step further, I think what they do is they add a, a title variant for the phase and then a, a, no, a, a non-phase specific title, right? So you have yeah. different achievements. You have the, hey, you, you ranked in the top whatever. Here's your generic title. Hey, you ranked in whatever phase. Here's your phase specific title. They could have done that. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. I'm fine with what they did. I think yeah. that's you know I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. Um, I'm on board. It, Having watched yeah. people try and get these titles, I would not want to do it myself, and wouldn't want to make and, and, anybody do it again. Like I feel like they part of their decision making process was going, huh? 
this is pandemonium warden-esque let's not make yeah. people get it again wow that's a comparison um you know and, and i wonder you know we were talking a little bit about how some of the the materials are so cheap right now and i'm wondering if that's because the people that were really gung-ho about this got their titles in the first two phases and they're done so nothing's yeah. selling right so you need to drop the price and everything there's no mm -hmm. demand for it anymore it's just the glut i think and um, on on Balmung specifically, the prices are very, very low because there there are more people running around doing that it. That could be too, yeah. Uh, <laughs> jumping to other servers, I'm one of those people that checks every freaking server to make sure I'm buying the cheapest thing. Um, but checking the other servers, Balmung was the cheapest, which yeah. hasn't been the case for a long time. Yeah. That's interesting, yeah. Like this, this we haven't necessarily talked about, but I actually love that they mentioned the RP element. Yes. Because, I mean, I think that there are so many games that your community, like your RP community says like, well, we've actually used this as like a canonical thing in the lore of like people who might be working to be crafters or gatherers in, you know, this kind of context. And most game companies would be like, well, that's cool for you, but we'll do whatever we want. Yeah. And I love that like in Final Fantasy, they're like, well, it turns out that RPers used that. So <laughs> we don't want to like negate it or make it confusing. And we heard that. And I actually think that's super fun. I think that's really cool. Um, I love seeing how they've really, I think, embraced RP as something in the game, even with like the housing options and mm -hmm. um, some of the, you know, items and things that have been introduced. That's really, really neat. I'm going to start this by saying this is a joke, but uh, they totally owe our peers because <laughs> they're the people who kept 1.0 alive. They really are. True. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very true. You'd have no game now if not for us. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of items, I wanted to bring this up. The the descriptions on some of these items for the oh, yes. oh I know, oh my god, the salt Loke just <laughs> perfection. I, look, here's the thing: I have not actually researched this myself, but reading it, I have no doubt that there was a historical period on our planet where there was a block of salt in the middle of the table that people would lick. Like, mm -hmm. I have no doubt, because that is something that sounds like it came from history. Yep. Being a history totally. nerd like, like I am. But watching the community lose their minds <laughs> and make the best, weirdest, like, yep. Emmerich, your dinner with Emmerich, where it's like, hey, everybody, like, welcome to my Everybody's dinner. just sitting around, and, and they're like, just like... Salt, and it's just like... <laughs> they're like they're like all like Yoshi tonguing the salt block. Yeah. Like it's amazing. It's it's a giraffe tongue, you know? Yeah. It's so funny. Like I have been cry laughing. I can't stop. They're so good. I um, love each and every one of them. And the, it's amazing. I love the I love the hemp. The hemp is yeah. so great. So so we're in phase three, so everything's grade three now, right? It says compared to the grade two variety, this is the good shite. <laughs> The fact that the word shite is on anything yeah. in yeah. this game. I love well, it. I, I mean, love it. I love we it. did have we did have Nuker in the uh, Exali uh, mm -hmm. Beast Tribe quest back in 2.x, so nothing surprises me anymore. I mean, they've really stepped, they've really ramped it up. Not stepped it up, ramped it up in these last couple of patches, though. If you really look at the descriptions in, like, Shadowbringers oh, on, they've, they've been like, oh, yeah, you can just do what you have, whatever you want. And, and especially with, with all these <laughs> restoration items, because it's, like, the same item, but it's just, like, yeah. grade two, great. They're like, let's just do whatever the hell. Let's like, just there's the one, funny. 
it's like before the sky builders came along this was just referred to as a log <laughs> yeah you can oh, you can so see them so get good. tired of their jobs and figure out how to still have fun right like, yeah. like how can we keep our like, sanity yeah mm-hmm. it's probably like especially i'm not gonna say difficult but like you could, you know what, you know why the great three stuff is just wacky, because they're yeah. they're all at home alone doing yeah. their individual stuff, sending messages, and they're just going a little bit cabin fever crazy. <laughs> their Slack channel is probably full of people going, "Look at this! Should I use this one? No, that one's <laughs> dumb. Use this." Just full of puns and they have, memes. They, they, have, they probably have a Slack channel that's just like it's just titled like "dank memes that we can adapt" yeah. or something like. <laughs> <laughs> No joke. I'm sure they do. I have yeah. no doubt. I wouldn't doubt I it. I no wouldn't doubt. doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> it has been really amazing. I mean, Zen, when you were mentioning our peers, like keeping, you know, the game alive in certain times, you're totally right. Like, it's not just RP. It's, and this is partly why I'm like, destigmatize the weird stuff around role playing, around creative endeavors in a game, right? Because, like, it's amazing to me to see what creative people in a community do. And like that goes for everyone. Like that goes for the developers putting these like ridiculous little things in the tidbits. But that also goes for like everything that we've seen from the descriptions that have like just sparked this memory online to um, you know the stories which have sparked just gut wrenching emotional Sadness. pieces of art and all sorts of mm. things that mm. like I mean just enhance our experience of the world and you know can make us laugh, can make us cry, can make us think over things more deeply. I mean. I love it. And I think that while we've been in a bit of a lull content wise, it has allowed a lot of that creativity to flourish, which is really cool to see. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's it's fan- really interesting with some of these items too. And it's, it bums me out just a little bit that we're doing D&D on the first, because like, boy, we could have an entire play session about like the poor sky builder dude that has to go around and kiss each grade three frog just in case they're a cursed prince. <laughs> like- I mean, this is just the first iteration, right? We don't know where we're going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Second edition is the real shite. Don't worry. It's. Yeah. <laughs> Short right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, going back to this note from Yoshida, we were reading a thing um, concerning additional housing plots. Oh, oh boy. What's he going to say? Here it goes. Uh, he says uh, the section will cover information regarding the addition of new housing plots as announced in recent topics. Uh, travel restrictions introduced in response to uh, COVID-19 currently prevent us from making any large-scale physical expansion to our servers. And so we are focusing on optimizing server processing in order to provide extra plots. Uh, now that we have a clear idea of the time frame and scale of these additions, we are pleased to announce the following details. So here we go. New housing plots are scheduled to be added in patch 5.35. Each residential district will be expanded with six wards. So you get your three standard and your three subdivisions. Uh, free company estates and private estates will immediately be available for purchase. So it's not going to be open to like FC for a week. It's just, mm-hmm. just, just take them. Free just, for all. Yeah. Everybody run around crazily and try and get a house. Um, <laughs> it's going to be. Not that that's different house. than any yes. other time but um the additions outlined above effectively mean that there will be 24 new wards in total for residential districts 
six new wards. Uh, previously, uh, when new plots have been added, the purchase of free company housing was given priority over private estates. This time, however, um, either type of state will be immediately available for purchase without restriction because we don't want to see 10,000. He's not saying this is me. This is me because we don't want to see 10,000 mm-hmm. FCs named like yeah. FC1, FC2, FC3, FC4, and they just have like an entire. That's no, that's that's yeah. not good. Um, he goes on to say that this decision uh, was based on the relatively small number of new housing plots being added. Um, the fact that there is an equally high demand for both free company and private estates at this time. Free company demand? Player demand. Yeah, it has to be. I yeah. can't reach that high. Um, equally, come on. <laughs> um, in order to provide well, some potential... People, some people want both, right? So that probably... Yeah. That's the wow. They just they just want they want their cake and they want to be able to eat their cake. Wow. I mean, it's tough because like individual player demand, I have no doubt because everybody, you know, whether or not they are like super engaged in an FC Mm -hmm. or even if they are, they want their own house. They want to be able to have a space for their character and for the furnishing items that they get and that they can craft and like the apartments and things just don't cut it. Like there's not not enough. enough. You can't put enough items in. They're a single room like it's and you're tough. still locked out of outdoor furnishings. Out, like, outdoor furnishings. Like, yeah. You can't garden, but here's a flower pot. And it's like Enjoy. that demand for individual players is crazy high, but that's not to like lessen, you know, FCs, I think, use the houses as such a social space, not all, but yep. many. Mm-hmm. And then yep. when you have RP FCs, that's a whole nother thing because that's like an active part of their setting. It's an active part of where they probably do a lot of their content and things. So it's just a big problem across the board, which they obviously recognize with what they're trying to do here yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> they say uh in order to provide potential landowners a chance to save up the amount of gill uh we wanted to share this news as early as possible please be aware however that the timing of these additions and other related de- details may be subject to slight changes as development progresses so uh, okay i don't think that's really that big of a concern people have guilt that's that's part of the problem with housing everybody has yeah. the money for it there's just no availability mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's it's not like we want you guys to save up money it's like we have the money we've we, we've had the yeah. money for years yeah still can't get it get a plot um it's uh, so many issues um so i mean that, that's pretty much it there's there's a little bit about the anniversary here but that's not really it is you know thank you for for being alongside us all these years blah 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 um yeah, man. It I is just... interesting. I was gonna say it's mm-hmm. interesting that he does say, and this is like the thing, right? At the start oh, yeah. of the past, I did say like we, you know, he said that we're not doing instance housing right now. I think would be the the addendum to mm-hmm. that, right? Because I mean, he does say that travel restrictions introduced in response to the novel coronavirus currently yeah. prevent us from, currently prevent us from making any yeah. large scale physical expansion. But I also have, mm-hmm. I just have a lot of questions off of that one statement. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, agreed. Because like making an expansion to our servers could mean adding 20 housing wards yeah. instead of six. Or it could mean completely overhauling, you know, housing to have instance housing or, you know, whatever it is. We don't really know. And they haven't really just had a sit down talk about this where they're saying like, hey, we acknowledge these issues about the system. We are going to be trying to do this in the future, right? We just keep getting like trickle information about new wards. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, I am excited because yes, this does give me an opportunity, as you were saying, 
we've had the gill to get a large house for our FC for 10 million years, yeah. but have never been able to actually snag one. So like, I'm excited that there's a chance for that, but it also is going to, again, just result in the same amount of people who didn't get it or couldn't wake up at 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. to get them or who were, you know, didn't get that upgrade or fought over one plot because 50,000 people showed up. It, it's it's I mean, that's, good, but it, it's tough. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. I mean, at least like the, the one kind of nice thing, like not that getting up at 3 a.m. is nice, right? Um, but because three point, uh, 5.35 will have new wards, it will not go live early. It will go live as yeah. scheduled. So that's kind of nice. But I mean, yeah, this is, again, and we've talked about this a million times before, and we'll probably keep talking about this until they Forever. change the damn system, is another Band-Aid. Um, even if they had the ability to upgrade their servers, if they still went forward with just adding new wards, even if they added 20 wards, it just upgrades it from like a Band-Aid to like a couple wraps of gauze around the arm. Like it's still, it's yeah, it's still not a solution to the problem. And I, I want instance housing. I want them to be able to fix this, but I, you know, and again, Sorry, we talked about, your game's too popular. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, you know, we, we said earlier, like there's when 2.0 was made, the, the landscape for MMOs was different. And so that yeah. the way that certain things were made, it's just, it's not how it's done anymore. But, uh, unless they redo the entire thing, they're stuck with those systems. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, as much as we say, like, just add instance housing, probably a little harder than just doing yeah. it. You know, I, there's, yeah. there's so many things Can't involved just dream in that. It into can you, existence can you have you people, how it works. can you have yeah. people visit your house? Can you, it's just, there's a lot of things involved, but, uh, it would be nice if they could figure this out at some point. Um, and small, the, the way, small thing. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was, I was gonna say the oh. way the way the the story is going with Ishgard, it feels like they're gearing up for some kind of instance type thing. Like it doesn't the fact that they're populating the firmament with all these NPCs, mm. only to then just be like, okay, now there's like twenty copies of this exact yeah. zone. That feels a little odd to me. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we don't really know, and I think it would be amazing if they did that. And for all the, like the critique. Yes, I'm super happy they're adding more yes. right now because, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's been very difficult, you know, and to say and to acknowledge that and say, like, it has been hard for us with this shift and this change. And, like, obviously, we know there are problems um, mm -hmm. and we're going to try to do something right now to help. Like, a Band-Aid is, you know, it can tide you over. And I think that right now it is so important because we've seen so many new players Coming yes, from yeah. WoW, coming from other games, there are so many people who are really excited and interested in the story, who are just getting into it. I mean, it is a big issue if those players get really engaged and really fall in love with it and then go, wait, I can't get a house? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. that is a frustration because it is something that, you know, you can have and customize in so many other MMOs. So I'm glad that they are doing something. Um, but I mean, yes, like there are these big questions about the future of housing, especially as we get more and more housing items, mm -hmm. especially as the housing scene becomes bigger and bigger. And we see all sorts of content creators basing their content around designing stuff. But like within all of that, we still have other issues. Like it's hard to get a house. It's difficult to upgrade a house to a larger size. Um, the layouts of houses are very limiting. Uh, the, you know, the storage in houses, although it's great and they've expanded it again, like with what people want to do with the system, it's not enough. 
there's, I mean, there's so many things. The glitching that you have to do just to like elevate well, something. That, so that, that's part of the issue, <laughs> yeah. right? P the things that people want to do versus like the furnishings that we have. So it's like they they do add a lot of really good furnishings. They've been adding stuff that players have been wanting. But until we get to that point, it's like, okay, if you want, like, a stage, you need, like, 15 dressers or something that you need to kind of just put on the floor. Like, making anything out of, like, items that aren't that thing takes a million of those things in order to, like, it's crazy. Like, mm -hmm. people would, before lofts came out, people would somehow, like, float something and then they'd, like, take a snowman from the winter event and, like, kind of stick it partially through because it's butt lit up and so you'd have an overhead light. Like, there's all yeah. sorts of crazy stuff that people do with furniture. Um, but they and, also and, uh, pay attention to that and then give us items that take the place of those so we don't have to use 15 yeah. things. Suddenly yeah. we yeah. just have one thing. It's they, true, they eventually catch up, but there's, you know, for that, and there's also just so much time in, involved in, in setting that stuff yeah. up. Um, and then, you know, you, you have, it's like, okay, if you have this house, you get like 200 things that you can put out. It's like, okay. Like it, it, you, you see these crazy, like people that have like a large house, they do this like super crazy, awesome looking thing. And then you realize like, it's like one sec, it's like a third of the bottom floor because that's all the, that's all they can yeah. put out. Yeah. <laughs> they literally just cannot actually fill the entire house because in order to do what they want to do, like the item limit just like hits and yeah. i remember I love, like i they love doubled the it at mm -hmm. some point it just it, they, they, they doubled it i want to say um it was around heavens were no so. it was it, it was when they dropped 32-bit support because it was it was yeah, a 64-bit so thing at the beginning of and, stormblood then yeah 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 i was thinking yeah. of something else but yeah because like, it was the, love, the item draw limit or whatever mm -hmm. i love getting creative I love like looking at a thing and being like, how can I put five things together to make a thing like this? Like, I honestly think that's part of what is so fun about it. But where that where that can get kind of frustrating is like when you're running up against limits, one, but two, when um, you are like having to spend more time just figuring out how to like cheat the system to get it to do a thing mm -hmm. that you would want to do with it, then you are like actually doing the thing you want right. to do. And after seeing, I mean, again, like other MMOs where you can just, you have the thing, you move it up and stay there. <laughs> you have, like, turn it sideways. You want to turn it sideways. Yeah. I mean, even in like, I never played Wildstar, but I've seen uh -huh. a ton about Wildstar housing. And <laughs> it was bonkers. Like, You're going to be okay there, Aldi. I cry can, every time. I know. You can blow <laughs> it up to like 10 yeah. times the size. You can it make it tiny. You can stack it on top of each other. You can do all these crazy things. And when I think about what the community would be able to do if, uh, you know, they didn't have to just spend so many hours and have so many constraints, like trying to just like cheat a thing to make it f and then do the other. Like, mm -hmm. I just I think it would be so cool. It would be so fun to see. I mean, just how people you know, let that run free. That said, I, I don't think I've actually seen a wild house, wild star house, wild house. Mm -hmm. um, which is a little funny because that's the name of my FC house, Wild House. Anyway, um, in ESO, I've seen people take items very similarly to uh, in 14 and like smash them together to make different things. But mm -hmm. they yeah. don't look as nice as what we do in 14. Yeah. And we have more restrictions. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, it's I think it's it too in ESO. Though. Personal opinion, obviously, but that's mm -hmm. from yeah. what I've seen. Yeah. 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 No, I agree with you. I think that some of that in ESO, though, is that. 
furnishing is more limited. Like what you can do in a house is more expansive. Like you can move stuff freely, place it, do all sorts of things. But the actual like furnishing items, I don't know the exact counts, but I'm curious about it now. There's like five um, tables or something. Yeah, they're, they're more limited and a lot of them are cash shop. Yeah. So yeah. like, I think people have less to work with that they yeah. can like well, get fancier stuff. Yeah. Is- yeah. shop you can, you can get a lot of nice stuff uh but it's all recipe based so you either have to get the very expensive and or steal the uh very difficult recipe guys i like stealing um or you have to buy it off of the market from somebody who happened to have gotten that recipe so yes. it, it is rooted in that way mm-hmm. you can get some pretty cool stuff you can craft mm-hmm. a lot of stuff and you can also get from like the special like i think it's even like a special i don't know if it's an achievement vendor or what but there there yes. is like a special furnishing a achievement vendor in all yeah. the different zones right mm. but again as opposed to like in 14 where you can just like buy craft acquire do mm-hmm. a quest get run this thing like there's a ton of furnishing items that we have that you can use really creatively and i think ESO is still catching up on that. So like, or, some or the- maybe there's just some weird design element, right? Where so it's like, okay, uh, we need a wall clock. Cool. I'm gonna make this wall clock so it could also be used as a wheel and a motorcycle, <laughs> just <laughs> in case somebody wants just to make case. a motorcycle. Oh. Um. So something I wanted to to mention, especially for people who are new to the game and just getting into trying to acquire a house. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just look at the new wards because they're going to pe- mm-hmm. be people from yeah. the many, many old wards who got a house but wanted a different one and yep. are going to be trying to get that different one in the new wards. So yes. if you're looking around and you're not seeing what you want and you can't really find anything in the new wards because they're just flooded, take a look back at the old wards and see if there's a, a straggler of empty house here it's, or there. It's going to be hard because you'll have yeah. all these new wards. So you'll have you'll have the people um that want a bigger plot right that's like i think one like that's the big group is yeah i'm in a small mm-hmm. right now that i just happen to get i want a medium i want a large um and so these areas are where i'm gonna do that and then after that kind of initial or you'll have the people that just want a large because they've had again they've had the money for 10 million yeah. years um and these are this these are the only way that they're gonna get a large house because no one's gonna like take a large house and one plot and move it to a large it, maybe but it seems really maybe. unlikely um, and then, so you'll have everybody going into the new ones, but as that happens, if you, like, if you have, like, a real-time way to look at all the other words, you just see, like, this house is vacant, this plot is vacant, this plot is vacant, this plot is vacant, just slowly kind of going as people relocate, get their upgrades or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, rush the, the, the new ones first, right? Depending on what you're looking for, but, um, also not a bad idea, you know, like, Three minutes after the servers go up, look at some of those older wards and be like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. there's a house right there. So Steven in chat uh, pointed out that those houses may still be on timers, even though the new ones yeah, won't have do. the uh, restrictions. So, really... so who knows how they're going to handle that? But so, I hope they remove that yeah, for the particular so. rush. Because those timers are the most infuriating things that have ever happened. They really are. It, it's... I'm I'm totally biased here. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit this right from the get go. Cool, because then I can upgrade to a bigger plot right away with relocation. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I mean we we talked about this last show too. Uh, the, the way that the plots and the timers work is just the most bullshit thing of all bullshit yeah. things. Like I I love I love this game. I love Yoshida. 
But getting a house with the timer is the most stupid, mm-hmm. insulting waste of a player's time you could have in this game. I, I, I've never seen anything that's so uh, abusive of a player's free time than, than getting a new... than trying to secure a plot in, in Final Fantasy XIV. It's terrible. Uh, it causes physical injury trying to do it. Uh, it's like unless... hunting notorious monsters in Eleven. You have to stay awake for two days. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, like, it actually is terrible. Until you have experienced it yourself, you don't really realize. But, like, after going through it to get my own, which was stressful, but, hey, I was actually pretty lucky. Like, the timer ran out in a couple hours, and I was like, great, yay. I think it was maybe, maybe like, okay, a couple hours. It was, like, five hours. But I was like, I did this in one afternoon, you know, as opposed to just suffering forever. But then I watched a friend that same week literally stay up like overnight through the next day had to go to work was just waiting for this timer to come off there was nobody else there was like exhausted and making people like come into the voice chat to wake him up if he fell asleep like it was terrible and then like even further i watched sharp sharply dressed man who's been on the cast with us before Mm -hmm. he has been trying to get a house for almost six months and he has waited at those timers for eight plus hours on multiple occasions like and it's just one of those things where yeah it's like you were saying fusion it is the most egregious waste of a player's time like if it's a raffle system has been talked about like there's all sorts of things i mean of course again band-aids like housing needs a fundamental overhaul we can all see that right Mm -hmm. but literally anything that would allow people to say hey this house will be available in 24 hours I will put a, you know, I will put down a ticket on it and then I can leave and do literally anything else yes. with my day. Like anything that would make yeah. it easier on players. When, when I, when I moved, I mean, again, and that's, this is, I mean, this is just proves how, how much of an issue the housing thing is. So I had moved to Gilgamesh before uh, Shadowbringers launched and I had thought about it for months and months ahead of time. The thing that was keeping me from doing it was that I owned a medium plot. Mm-hmm. on my server and i didn't want to lose that because boy that's gonna be a pain in the ass. i'm never gonna get that particular plot again i had the one in the goblet right next to, i had my own like private pool with like a little swim up mm-hmm. bar it was amazing yep. fantastic plot i love that plot uh and then i come over to gilgamesh and i'm just sitting there on the couch with the laptop just doing like the you know numpad zero decimal whatever the the, the numpad stuff is for yeah. like menu confirm for hours and hours and i would stop when like my hand physically hurt and I would do this night after night after night after night. Um, and, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. I The day I actually got a house, I, I finally took uh, my my Logitech G13, which has macros. And I just programmed a macro. And I just sat here with Netflix while that ran on a second screen. Because there's no other fucking way to do it. It's, it's so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. And they, even if they want to keep adding wards... They need to change yeah. the way that you get a plot. It's just, it's, it's not cool. Like it's just, uh, there it sucks. Discords for this, also. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and they, they honestly are helpful. Um, don't murder me, but uh, last time plots came out and people moved to the new ones, I moved from a small to a large, um, in the old wards. So uh, I saw that via a Discord. Somebody in the Discord was like, "Hey, mm. I moved from blah to blah. It's open." And I went and I picked it up. Nice. People people want you to get houses, even yeah. though they also want houses. They mm-hmm. want other people to get houses. They know the pain. They've been there. Yeah. So 
So uh, I don't I don't know where to find these discords. Like I don't know where you would find a list of them, but give it a Google, and I'm sure once They're you find around. one, yeah. You'll, yeah, yeah, you'll be able to find the rest. Mm-hmm. I did see in chat the. Um, it was brought up that it's sort of something there. So Jeff said, so that bots don't get it. Like, so that it's like a bot check. And on one hand, yes, because I do think that, you know, in a game where it's structured this way, um, especially because, you know, RMT trading is something that we've had to deal with. Like people guarantee, like buying up bots, buying up spots and then selling them to players is Mm -hmm. definitely something that could happen and would happen. But at the same time, I think in every game, the preventative measures that you take to um, counteract bots cannot be something that like actively punishes and lessens the experience for your actual players. And so it's like, it is this bad dilemma because it's like on one hand, sure, like we don't want bots to be buying these, selling them, holding them, right? But on the other hand, you should also not be endangering the health of your player base or like just making them want to lose their minds over trying to just yeah. partake in a function in your game. Like yeah. something and, that they, yeah. with their subscription, hoped to get and and achieve from your game because it is a feature of your game. Like there has to be a better way. And, and, and that's a, yeah. And, and not to say that, that, that chat's not wrong about that, right? It, it could very well be like, hey, this makes it harder for bots. That's true. But yeah. if I can just, Take, like, software macros. Bots can do that easily enough, too. Having some kind of raffle thing is literally the same, like, percentage chance. Like, it doesn't matter. It does not matter (laughs) if you're a bot or a real person. If it's all luck of the draw. So. And they keep telling us that they keep banning bots. So maybe they'll have a house for a while. But perhaps that houseified bot will get banned. I mean, they yeah. also, yeah, I mean, they do have they have an entire team that's dedicated to looking into like RMT stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, housing is is a part of that, right? If people are selling housing for 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 your currency, so I don't think that you know, I don't think it will stop it. But all people have to no. do is refuse to buy high priced houses. Yeah. Everybody as a team, as yeah, a community, but, yeah, just there's, be like, there's... that's a that's a that's a, a bot sold 500 yeah. million gill small house don't buy it yeah, do not buy it well well don't buy it and then if you do they can trace that back to you and guess what you're banned you lose your house and your character so was it worth it probably not yeah um, it's it's tough and i mean that would only be possible like that kind of market with a bot if the housing isn't accessible and available to everybody right, you know exactly. what i mean so it's there like, wouldn't even be the industry Yes, the industry like, wouldn't exist. Yeah. Add instance housing. Nobody cares anymore. <laughs> Done. Then, Problem solved. Um, it is. It's interesting. Now, I'm curious because obviously we have spent a lot of time like critiquing mm-hmm. the current housing system. I'm curious from everybody what you actually like about housing and um, what you think some of the pros are of having a neighborhood system. Just to challenge us. Just to challenge us. I mean, I, I like the neighborhood system in that there is opportunities to do stuff. Uh, the problem is that it's so rare for anybody to take advantage of those opportunities. Like, I mean, Rook, you and me, we did the the uh, the Sly's birthday party. That was, like, one of the only times I've seen, like, a bunch of people come together in a ward and, and do stuff like that. And that was really cool. Uh, the problem fun. was, is... You know, since that, bef- you know, before that, the last thing I can think of that actively used 
the neighborhood stuff was like the very first Starlight Celebration after 2.0 launch. Mm-hmm. Square did some cool stuff with that, and it was reliant on people setting out outdoor furnishings, which maybe not a great idea, right? I think in kind of big picture, yeah. but it was really cool, and they're just not utilized for anything. Fusion, can you tell me what exactly you had to do with that? Because I, I wasn't in the game you, at that point. You would put, uh, I think it was like the, the starlight tree. trees. Tree. You put a, a tree out in your yard good. and people could go around and like check out, check, like target the trees and, and do stuff to, with that. Uh, you had to, because there's three different ones and they all have different symbols as the little star on top. There was and like one for go, each city like, state, I think, right? Was yeah, that how they classified Yeah, you go collect each different symbol uh, in a different ward, possibly. It's just like that that was your your little quest like go find yeah. this symbol in this word and this symbol in this word and come back to me and be like yeah starlight's real and then you were done yeah. that's so cute though i like it's that cute, but they haven't done it again no. i like that though i mean like if you're gonna have neighborhoods then yeah like i think you're right there's great possibilities and fusion like you were saying i had never seen a neighborhood come alive like we did with sly's birthday party like and I mean, that was because of the very diligent coordination yeah. of the group that was like yeah. overseeing it, right? You know, like they had activities inside of Sly's house and then they had activities out in the yard. There was like an artist that was doing- It was like a caricature artist like in the yeah. yard, like there, what? <laughs> yeah, there were like mini games. There were performances in different locations in the ward that they were like shouting out that you could go like run and do and like see that performance. Cute. All of that was super cool. And I do think that like having a neighborhood facilitates you being able to do something like that. But it's also kind of a, it's kind of a paradox because it seems like the groups that would most socially make use of that would be like a free company that owned the entire neighborhood. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah that's, that's, where, that's where people don't like to see it. That's <laughs> where you would have to go to have a neighborhood work with cohesion. You would have to own the neighborhood, right? So it's like- yeah. Back in the day, uh, when my old tree company first got their house, mm-hmm. it was it was when you know it was still over a hundred million for a large, and nobody had that kind of money. So the wards were still very very empty. I think there were yep. five of them, and they yeah. were still mostly empty. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who were able to buy houses in neighborhoods and were clustered close together, I found actually talked to each other a whole lot. Um, we. My whole free company, whenever we were doing any content, would stand outside and talk yeah. to the other people in the neighborhood. So it used to be a thing. People used to hang out out in the neighborhood. So I, excited I to have be there never once talked excited. to anybody else never, in the, in the housing wars. I still have it happen in, in my current FC neighborhood every now and then. Um, somebody will run by and just be like, hey, what's up? Or so, I actually have people in my neighborhood come up and use my target dummy all the time. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like... Well, I, I, yeah. Okay, well, at least you're being friendly about it, I guess. But yeah, no, it's it's from that original neighborhood to my current one, it's much more silent. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. still happens a little I, bit. And I, I take that back. I did socialize once in a board. It was after I had gotten uh, a medium-sized house after an update. And I just remember shouting uh, into the ward, OMFG, I got one. That's, that's the <laughs> yeah. most I've ever socialized in a ward. I did have, so when I was trying to get my small house, I did have some people come and they would like had a plot on a ledge above me and they lined up on that ledge. And at first I thought they were like scoping me because they were going to let one of their free company members try to come and like fight for the house. But after a little bit, they pulled out emotes and started doing the like cheer on. And I was (laughs) just like, that's very nice of you. (laughs) 
I did. I did like that. Um, yeah. I guess I too also really love uh, when I get bored or I'm just doing whatever. I go around the housing wards and I just look at everybody's. Yes. House. Like I'll go into their love houses. to do that. I love doing tours of find houses. Some great stuff. You find some weird stuff too. Yes. <laughs> and that is fun. Like, cause it makes me wonder about the people that live next to me. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'll see them sometime. Yeah. But I never do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, for the longest time next to my FC house, uh, somebody had a small and they made a sex shop. That was their house. <laughs> I love they it. Just, they designed a sex toy shop for their small house. And it was just like, I mean, this you is, do you. Yeah. You, you walk that in and it's just black. Is. There's a couple candles and then it's just like a pentagram made up of Heisa dolls. You're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, that is fun and surprising. And it's funny that you mentioned that, Zen, because I have had people um, in RP work that into their actual, like, short stories or things that they're doing. Because um, I had a friend who uh, she RP'd, like, she had proposed to her partner, right? So they were going to do the eternal bonding. And then she RP'd waiting on a house to get the house for them. That was going to be like a surprise to her partner. And it was actually super clever because she did write into the whole little like short story that she did about like talking to this housing leasing agent who was like really tired and kept forgetting to tell her which plots were actually <laughs> like being sold. And like had worked this whole thing in. And then That's this great. like housing guy told her like, oh yeah, like just down, you know that there's like a sex shop just down a few houses, right? And she was like, that makes me want to buy it more. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I love well, it. Well, it is a it's, mist. It's in the I same place. <laughs> it might be, I don't know. Um, but it was fun to, I, I think have that sense of community. So like, I can absolutely see why in theory neighborhoods were a fun idea. But I mean, yep. with an instance housing system, could you still go see other people's houses if there's some kind of public Probably. list? Thing? Like, sure. Like, yeah. could you still socialize? I, I do think so. And I think it's yep. maybe a reflection that the way that we socialize in 14 has changed in a lot of ways that the current system and the neighborhoods, again, without just any don't. incentive, people just don't, they don't it's, use It's them. one of those things. It's It's great on paper, but the reality of how players are using it doesn't necessarily justify... Mm -hmm. um, keeping the system and having it not be as as more like more widely available like like 11 has this 11 gives you a mog house you can invite players into it everybody gets one for free yeah <laughs> meanwhile in 11 it's like come on <sighs> i just i guess they bit off more than they could chew at the beginning they were like this is going to be a great system it's going to scale up to the amount of players we think we're going to have Oops. no problem <laughs> and then you know they as got... we as we've stated many times, their original uh, plan for it was for it to be very limited. And yeah. then they were like, oh, that's a dumb idea. And the system just didn't change with the, mm -hmm. with the no. uh, idea change, I guess. How many and they're they're, they're there sitting now? over here. They're sitting over here. They're like, oh, 20, we have. 22? So it's going to go to 26? Maybe. I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, there's Actually, a I guess it would be number. 21 because it's divided in columns of three, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to say that it's, it's close to 25 wards right now. Somebody in chat might know immediately. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. It's 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 still not enough quite. No, it's not. To be quite but frankly no. honest, but. Maybe they're thinking that when we release Ishgard, you know, it's going to be that many at the same time on every server, maybe. And that is the wrong thing to think. I hope you're not thinking that because that is incorrect. Like, you know, hopefully the firmament is something different, like you were talking about with the NPCs, because. It needs to be. It, like, I would it, love it, to. From a lore standpoint, 
and we know that they care about the lore. We, yes. you know, they really do to, to, mm-hmm. to build up the firmament. Like that's cool. Like it's, it's really cool, but it's, it, it is 100% a housing ward, right? Yeah. In, in, in layout, there's actual houses and stuff, but you're developing relationships with people in there. There's an orphanage, like there's yeah. shops. Um, and so to all of a sudden be like, Hey, you rebuilt the firmament. Good job. It's taken us, you know, two years. We finally did it. And it looks great. Also, there's like uh, 26 other versions that look exactly the same as this one somehow. Uh, enjoy your new home if you can get one. Right. I think uh, it would be so anyone. cool if they like, I mean, because we do have the neighborhoods, they do exist. And we were talking about socialization and things like that. It would be fun to see the neighborhoods become either like FC exclusive or like, I don't know, like whether yeah. like if, okay, so we, if we have our own individual instance housing from Ishgard, that'd be fantastic. And maybe private estates now you can do them there. And then they could have stuff like FC wards where you could get like all of the FCs that are there specifically for socializing um, that could then encourage that to be a social space. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Would any of you feel as though you were like missing out on something if you couldn't have a private estate in a neighborhood? No. I, I think really, and, I, and I've said this before, I think really what they need to do, obviously they're not going to like remove houses from people, right? Like yeah. as, as, as easy, you know, to just like reset everything, right? This is how we're going to do it for now. Let's just clean slate. They're not going to, they're not going to do that. No. Um, but like they, they should just like take the current housing, take our neighborhoods, call it like premium housing, right? Mm-hmm. If you want the neighborhood, you want that kind of aesthetic. Cool. Maybe it costs a little bit more, whatever, I, you know, however they want to handle that. But then give us instant housing, which is more accessible, lets us upgrade the size of our house, and take skill out of the economy. Right. Because nothing really does that right now. That's why people would, have been sitting on hundreds of billions of gil for years, because there's nothing to spend it on. I would love if the firmament was another trust slash squadron slash whatever you want to call it, where it is your house, and then the NPCs, and that is your neighborhood for your instance housing. You know, yes. And then you could put stories in there. You can yes. make you want. make make the neighborhood and make use of the neighborhood. Right, absolutely. It'd be so fun. You and like go have dinner parties and lick the salt with your new friends. You know, like <laughs> it would be great, right? They would do that. So you so would is absolutely is, have to do that. So it's like is like hey, you want to come over and lick the salt? Is that like the new like you want to come over and shoot the shite? Shoot the shite, lick the salt. It would be cool, yeah. but I feel like it would be. An extra extra server load. It, yeah, it, it certainly would be, and that's, that's if, the we're, if we're trying to cut down on on server mm-hmm. load so we can have more houses for people. That's not the way to do it. I, maybe, I, mean, yeah. I feel like initially it would, but after that it wouldn't because initially everybody would want to be there, customizing it, doing their thing, doing their stuff. Like everybody would want to see the new plot, upgrade the plot, do all the stuff, right? But the way that I think that instance housing works other times i mean think about how many times you actually like actively go to your house and some people will spend more time there because they're socializing they're doing whatever or there might be you know certain things they do there but other people they may not set foot in that house for months like they may pop in for the timer every now and then but Mm -hmm. they may not otherwise ever go to that house they may not have a purpose especially if it's a personal estate where you're not like congregating to socialize so, like, initially, I think there would be a huge server load because people would be in there trying to do it. But after that, I think if it was instanced, the yeah. amount of people that would be in those instances would be much, much less than, like, trying to constantly maintain 24-7 the wards. I'm, think- 
think I think of it more like what we have in the firmament now. Firmament now is is gonna be a neighborhood, and we already have NPCs in in zones uh, that we can have our own little interactions with. So everybody wouldn't need their own instance of that. You just use the firmament, and then all of the houses would look the same on the outside. So that that would be a little well, bit so lost. There's, but there's but, a couple. But, there's... Let me finish. Okay. But uh, you you would pick whatever house out of the thirty in the neighborhood that you like the best, and you would get an instance of that house. So you would just walk up to it. Everybody would be walking up to the same house, but you would all have your own instance of it. Yeah. So they wouldn't have to make instances of the neighborhood for everybody. They mm-hmm. could just do it directly in the firmament, which I kind of is hoping. I'm hoping that's what they there's. Do. Yeah. So I, there's there's two ways. I think if if the firmament, fingers crossed, is instance housing, I think there's two ways they could do it. They either do kind of like Zen, like what you were saying, that, where they would essentially just phase the house to your yeah. house, right? So you would see your stuff. Other people would see their stuff. The problem is then, yes, it's like, wow, there's like 100 people that want to get into my house. That's kind of weird. But also, like, I have a house. I don't care, right? Right. Or what they could do is they could have a door somewhere, treat it almost like an apartment, right, system-wise, but it takes you onto this other plot or that's, you know, kind of off or whatever, and so that's the instance. You still get your outdoor stuff. It's, you know, whoever is going to be there is people that you let in or something. Um, that's what I would like. have like a like. little gate. Little garden yeah. gate to open yeah. it up. Yeah, I mean, just house. like just have like have you know, I mean, there's a lot of like tall structures and stuff. Have a door that goes into like you know underneath something that's just like this big open area. Then you can have just like a big house in it or something, and that's like your instance housing. You still get the outdoor stuff, and then people can still visit it. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the perfect solution is, but yeah, they need I they, do need, they with, need something. I do think with that first version, you wouldn't necessarily be robbed of an outdoor space, right? Because like if you walk no. up to a gate at the front of an outdoor space and then you transition into your instance of that house, you could transition just into the yard, you know? Yeah. And then maybe there would just be some kind of backdrop outside of the gate that just looks like the ward, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're just in the yeah. yard and you could do what you want there and then like go into the house if you want as well. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I, th- I think they could still do it. And I honestly hope that they do that because I do think that would be great. Yeah. That would be so excellent. It would be so I mean, wonderful. In, in and- the, the same way that like NPCs show up in different locations for different people, depending on what quest they're on, that with furniture, yeah. done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was thinking uh, when you asked Rook, what would I miss about neighborhoods? And I think it would just be kind of the walk up to the house. So I yeah. think if that's still mm-hmm. in there, then then that would be fine. But like when you, especially as an RPR, when you are like, I'm going to go to said event or said store and you do the little walk up, maybe they have something in the yard that's relevant to the store. Maybe yeah. there are actually people in the yard doing things relevant to the event or the shop. And or I, whatever. I think that's the real the real setback is the yard. Right. Yeah. In terms of mm-hmm. instance housing, because. Um, there are furniture things that are only outdoor. There are there's chocobo stables are only outdoor. Gardening's so only outdoor. So we're talking about this. instantception here. It would be yeah. an instance <laughs> of a house inside of an right. instance of a yard. Yeah, inside and I mean of an that's problem. the problem. You you can't just like click on a building and it's like I just have like a mansion that just happens to be like a condo or something and there's no yard. It's just in this thing and that's great, except for the fact that you literally miss out on gameplay systems that can only take place in an outdoor yard. 
That's I mean, if that's, they I if think they got the rid of yards, issue. they would also have to change gardening. Yeah. And so I think that's my opinion you, you, why they should just keep yards and and do it that way because that's yeah. one less thing they have to fix. Or yeah, or you, you know nice. keep keep the yards do just an indoor thing, but give me an indoor chocobo stable and give me an indoor gardening plot. I think that's... that sounds stinky. <laughs> I mean, people grow all sorts of things in their houses. I mean, you know, yeah, not the, not the garden I don't, part. I don't they leave my forks inside of my apartment, yeah. and then people people are working on the on on gardening uh, the grade two hemp uh, in their in their in their houses. Yeah. It's not quite the good site, but the domans say that chocobos are stinky, so I believe it. <laughs> so you put it by a window with a fan. I mean, chocobo yeah. by the window with a fan. I don't think they have to do away with the yards. And I mean, especially too, because there are like seasonal rewards and festival rewards and all sorts of things that are outdoor specific items, right? Um, do I think it would be cool to see them use outdoor spaces in different ways? Yes. Like there are some houses in ESO where instead of having a yard, you have like a courtyard or a large balcony or a large, like I do mm -hmm. like the idea of changing things up because that would probably be one of my other main critiques with the houses thus far is that even though we get different cosmetics and, you know, outsides and exteriors and sometimes a little bit of variation, those like three housing layouts of small, medium, large are very limiting. And like yeah. the medium house, the fact that those stupid stairwells are like right there yeah. and you're trying to divvy the space up in different ways, but you have to figure out the glitch to make the thing go up, to hide the railing, to hide the, it's like, it it is just so frustrating. Like if we even had some like other additional, you know, layouts or plans or, you know, divisions of outdoor oh, space yeah. or things like that, it'd yeah. be so nice. And it would be so great because I, you know, like in an instance housing or like an upgradable housing or something, if you could choose those different features. Now you're making me want more and I'm starting to feel a little bit more unreasonable in my housing requests. <laughs> Give me instance housing, but also let me customize the interior. Right. I mean, look, I will just take instance housing, but I think that something more like customizable floor plans and layouts becomes more... <sighs> possible when you have instanced you know I mean, even even not necessarily being able to customize it but give me a few options like i think yeah. that's probably if they had that right you would be like okay you can put the stairs on this side or that side or who would be happy if they just took the stairs out and you had a small loading screen be between floors because <laughs> yeah. sometimes those stairs are so awful that yeah. not everybody but there would be some people who are like this is fine I don't care. Stairs aren't there. So I don't care. In, stairs aren't in, there. In, in 11, they added uh, like a second floor to the Mog House. And I, it was like the Mog mm -hmm. Balcony or something. It's it's basically it's it's the Mog House, but it's like brick or wooden walls or something. And then like a skybox with like no roof. Mm. And it you have to load to get up there because there's no stairs in the, in the 11 Mog House, right? It's very kind of just tacked on. Uh, the loading screen totally pulls me out of it. Like it just it's because mm. you have to like suck the door and tell you go upstairs. And it's just eh. I'm okay with the stairs. I can deal with the stairs. But now, like, Rook's got me set on this idea, like, but what if I could put, like, the stairs over here? Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty neat. What if I it mean, was you know... all one floor, but spread out? Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, what if you just had literally yeah. any options? <laughs> yeah. I would love that. <laughs> um, I just what if you it. had any options? That's a yep. good well, question. Because, like, the thing is, is that in other games, you know, like, I, I don't know. Uh, Aldino, do you remember with Wildstar, could you actually, like, in Wildstar, change the layout of your plot and stuff? 
Uh, you could get a different house if you wanted to. I don't Okay. think about, I don't think the plot, but the house on the plot, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Okay. I, I, I distinctly remember there being different skins and sizes and configurations for houses, if I remember correctly. Okay. Because, like, I know a lot of games, they, I, I can't, I honestly can't think of an MMO. So if anybody out there can, please let me know. Um, I can't think of an MMO that does necessarily let you just be like, here is the thing, and now I'm going to choose. I want this stairwell there and that thing and this thing. And, like, typically it's that there's, like, a wide variety of different houses and floor plans. Like, in ESO, like, there are tons of locations of houses. And they do it kind of like we were talking about, right? Where there's a physical location in the world for that house and you can like walk up to it, but then you instance into your own version. And then people can teleport into your version if they want, um, if they're like on your friends list or whatever your preferences are for that, right? Yeah. And we have that option Um, in 14. yeah, so Just like they saying. can choose and you can set even your estate to private, you can set it to public, you can set it to all sorts of different things, which is really fun. Um, and I, I like that. I think it works. And because there are so many different houses from in rooms to semi-apartment things, to townhouses, to large mansions that are out in the middle of nowhere, like vampire castles, vampire uh, castles. <laughs> the latest house is literally just like a, an old dwarven, uh, chamber underground that leads to an iced over lake and a cave. And that's it. The house is And then really you, just like an icy lake. <laughs> you can you build do your whatever own thing. you want. It's super Yeah. cool because you can use all the furnishings to just build stuff in there if you want. Um, but like even just having different options, you know, it gives you a little more variety. You can find a layout that suits what you're looking for a little bit more and then roll with it. And I, I mean, like I said, I'd just be happy if they just give us our own houses that are instanced. But if we're looking at what's available in other MMOs right now that are like comparable or comparable to uh, Final Fantasy XIV, having options like that is not unrealistic. Like Mm -hmm. yeah having multiple different layouts isn't unrealistic or different locations. Um, so I don't know. I don't want to i don't want to overestimate but i think there might be a different like a hundred different house types hundred In ESO, <laughs> yeah I mean, there's a ton of them. Granted, again. A bunch of them are only acquirable through the cash shop, and some of Yeah. them cost upwards of 150 real dollars. So, So just a little heads up to everybody. It's on, not on, a perfect yeah, system. on, on, on that note, I, I do want to pose a question. Uh, please So. don't chase me out of the podcast. Um, what if they do include instance housing, but it's Mog Station based? I would buy it, but I would not be happy. Right. <laughs> I would buy it. I, I literally, I like, I can't even say that I wouldn't. And if they introduce different floor plans and things, I'd spend extra money on those. And do I kind of hate myself for that? Yes. But would I do it? Yes. And would I go and probably complain on the forums? Yes. <laughs> I would Yeah, do it. it's 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 weird because like that would suck. But at the same time, if it's instance housing, they need more server things and that costs money and it would be reasonable to charge It's for like that. paying a toll to cross a bridge. Well, now I'm going Yeah. to raise you, I'm going to raise you that. What would you do? Would, would everybody be willing to tack on another monthly fee like retainers if you wanted to keep that instanced housing every month? Depends on how much it costs. I don't want to, I don't want to do any of that. I don't, I don't like the idea I'm, of a monthly fee, but it depends on how much it costs. Like if, if, if I can spend a hundred bucks, get an instance mansion. All right. You know what? You got me. If I have to spend more than a couple extra bucks for an instance house each month, ooh, that starts to get a little irritating. But I, I, I think they would be able to get away with 
uh, one flat fee. I think that they yeah. could get away with. Or or have an option where you pay for it all at once or you do a monthly thing. I don't know. I, you know, that might be getting a little too complicated for their, their system. But um, I do have to say that from just a selling point, right? Mm-hmm. Because, because I stream and people come in all the time with new player question. Um, people will ask me all sorts of things about games. And saying to somebody who might already be on the fence because 14 is a subscription game, mm-hmm. which is a big yes or no for people. It is, right yeah. Off the bat, right? So I will say to people, like, and usually what I say is that 14 is a subscription game. However, I feel like I spend less money on it than I even do some of the non-subscription games that I play that have a far more active cash shop. And I yeah. get just as much, if not more, for the money more. that I spend every month because yeah. they put all of that into the game directly for me to experience with that sub. So I never have felt like my money is going to a bad place or being misused in 14. And especially because the cash shop Mm. is less active than a lot of others. Now, if housing, which is a major feature of an MMO that people ask about on their list of like, does it have this, does it have that, does it have this, right? If I had to say to new players, yeah, so, for your sub, uh, housing does exist, um, but it's really hard to get one of the um, free plots. But if you want to spend a hundred dollars in the cash shop, they're gone. Like they're gone. Yeah. Like it's that's it's, it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, especially because again, that is a feature that for other games, subs or no, is just a feature of an I'm MMO at this point. Yeah. Um, I I mean I think the community would be willing to do it, but do I think that it would? possibly present a, a big old question mark for incoming players yes i, I definitely mm-hmm. yeah it, it's, definitely... it's an interesting perspective because for people that have been playing that's like a, almost like a no-brainer like oh finally we have housing that's accessible yeah it costs money but i don't have to deal with it in game anymore but for somebody coming in that hasn't gone through having to you know sit there for hours trying to get a plot they don't understand and they're just like oh it's more they want more money no it also uh, depends on time versus money to the person because yeah. for me that doesn't matter i i have less time than i have money but for pe- people who have more time you know like yeah mm-hmm. this current system is fine already because they already got it you know what i mean yeah. so they would I've, be like i don't want to pay for it you know <laughs> i'm That's absolutely exactly. influenced by the fact that i already have a house uh but oh, sure. i would not I would not pay for a hundred dollars. Would not pay a hundred dollars yeah. for a Final I mean, Fantasy fourteen house. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either because I don't really care about the houses in the first yeah, place. But well. still, you know, <laughs> yeah. me and Rick are just over especially, here like, okay, well, if... <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, we wouldn't. No, 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 no. It's fine. fine. <laughs> it's fine for us all to have different opinions. Yeah. I, I do have, I do have the time to sit there and and spam, and have. Having been here from the beginning, I had the gill to just go walk up and, and purchase one at the. Yeah. Uh, it still burns me a little bit how much gill I spent on those original houses. Yeah. But I have them, so I don't actually care. Right, <laughs> you know. Right. I yeah. don't have to. I, I actually I have I have sat there and done the little spam for for a new house thing, and I never got one that way. But. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I uh, do have a house, and it's funny because I, I, I think right now the limitations on it are so frustrating, right? Because like I also actively RP, and like yes, I also do endgame content. You can do both, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. Um, but like many of us here do. Uh, but like when I reached the point where I wanted to make houses for each of my different characters, and I was like, oh right, well because the system is 
so difficult. I can't unless I do weird workarounds to like get houses on the other accounts and do and and that's you know I feel bad about that because it is already so limited right mm -hmm. and I can't get an upgrade to the size of my house because it's next to impossible and I can't like so it's all of these things that like yes I think I would spend the money but it's funny because when I've been confronted with the same thing in ESO I have not yet done it. Like mm. I cannot justify mm. to myself 150 real dollars on an in-game house. That, there. That's yeah. a little. That's a little much. That's a little much. I think. But a hundred mm -hmm. is it? Like, but it's. Well, I mean, it, fair. It, it's like it's tough, and I think it depends too on your connection to that game, yeah. the history with the game, yeah. like oh, you yeah. were saying. Yeah, yeah. Knowing how frustrating it is, having that immediate convenience, it is something that I feel like I'd be more willing to pay for in 14 than I would in ESO, and yet. I could probably do more with the house that I bought in ESO than I could easily with our current systems in 14. So it's like, hmm. it's this weird dilemma. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, so I feel, uh, so in, I'm 100% on board with what you're saying. I am way more attached to 14 than ESO. I also have not purchased a house yet in ESO, even though I love walking around in them, even undecorated, because they are so freaking cool to look at. They're all very unique. But uh, I'm not I'm not attached to ESO the way I'm attached to 14, so I haven't spent money there. Uh, even on even gold, like even even in-game currency, where I'm not spending real money. Uh, mm -hmm. And when I look at those those crown prices i'm like Ugh. the one thing about eso is if you're getting the uh the subscription there they give you crowns each time your subscription is updated mm -hmm. so eventually you could buy a house that yes. way if you're doing the subscription that's a very good point and you can you can save right yeah. um and i actually i have the optional sub and i've probably spent too much money as it is in Elder Scrolls Online. Um, but I mean, that is something that's nice and it does actually feel good when you log in and you're like, look at how many monies I have from yeah, right. not playing the game, but that I subscribed to for five <laughs> months. And like, that's very smart in their book. I mean, I'll be real because mm -hmm. they are sort of doing a trade with that. Um, and I mean, I think like we've talked about sub rewards and stuff like that in 14, and the fact that they've kind of dropped off, but it would be really interesting if like eventually they did something where if they decide to start pushing more of the Mog Station stuff or add these bonus houses or add whatever into it because that's just feasible for them to do mm. it, right? Um, it would be interesting if they offered some kind of incentive where maybe we don't have those subscription rewards anymore, but you get X amount of Krista or something um, each month. And then if you save it up, you could get a house or you could, you know, the instance or whatever it is, right? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this full circle. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Instance housing. Let us buy it with our achievement points. Yeah. I was waiting for that. It all See, makes sense now. It's all worth doing all of a sudden. I, I, I don't disagree. It'd be really weird, but it would also kind of make sense in that my character is known around the world for being this amazing adventurer. So yes, now I can have a house in one of these grand company areas. You know what I mean? Like I need to buy 50 orchestrian roles so that I can get an achievement yeah. so that I can buy a house to then have yeah. a place to play said orchestrian roles. And yeah, when that, you think would... about it, you are essentially like subsidizing that cost, right? By like engaging players to play your game more and subscribe for mm -hmm. more months. And then they get the house. Mm-hmm. To the forums. Yeah, 
I mean, to, to, to be fair, I was just throwing that idea around for shits and yeah. giggles. I think that's actually probably not a really great idea, but no. I mean, it would be better if it was for furnishings and such. You know, like yeah, yeah I have achievement points yeah. and get furnishings for them. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I just want more furnishings for the things that you do in game. That's how you get me to actually interact with your housing. Is if I earned it in this raid and it's a cool thing that actually does something, then I could put it in my house. Yes, that's when you get me. That's what got me with Wildstar. There was yeah. some stuff that you could only achieve, then I could put it out, and I'm like, yeah, I have that. Well, think about this though. I'm gonna I'm gonna take what you put down, Fusion. I'm gonna roll with it. Okay. So. Like we're gonna we're gonna build out the lore as well for like yeah. these achievements, right? So oh, well, get, we're like, really getting into it. Okay. Yeah. Like you get your achievement points. You're able to unlock this instanced house, right? Um, because of you know all the good you've done in the world and all sorts of stuff, right? And then for future tiers of achievement points, you get different like upgradable things, maybe for different like zone related achievement or like you know content related right. achievements that then allow you to customize the house further. Like, oh well, you get a a domain uh, courtyard yeah. if you you know do this that you can now put into like the schematic of the house, or you get this thing. Like, will they ever do that? No, never, not yeah. ever in a million. Years. I love that you're basically but taking the entire achievement system. We're like, okay, so achievements is now a housing system. <laughs> but think about, like, it's it's a nothing system right now. So if it was a housing system, it'd at least be a something. Um, but so yeah. many people would do it. And like, I I know so many people would do it. And then you could show off all the cool stuff that you've done in a tangible way. Like, you do Ishgardian restoration, and you do all the different phases, and you get the four achievements. Great, your house gets a special crafting area. Like, mm -hmm. Steven like in the chat inside. says, uh, achievement for finishing an expansion, that's uh, surely enough to have a house in that area. You saved it and all. Oh, what I wouldn't give for like a, for, for to be up in Amarat in one of those buildings, man. Oh, oh, yeah. oh that's I mean, like that's the dream, the dream house. Condo. That's right. One of the coolest thing about Wildstar was I could put a portal to the raid on my housing plot because I was in the raid. You know what I mean? Like, huh. that's uh, cool. Yeah. You can do you can do that in uh, Guild Wars 2 Guild Hall. Right. Guild Wars 2 has its own limitations for housing systems, and there's a lot of, to discuss in there. You know what but they the just added Guild to ESO? Hmm. Pathing for NPCs. Yes. You can lay down a path for any NPCs ah. and pets and mounts you have in your house. You can also nice. place NPCs and pets and mounts yeah. in your house, and they have, like, idle animations and things, and they'll, like, sleep or play or do cute stuff, and now you can actually path them out so that they do things. Like, that's oh. super neat. <laughs> I mean, it's it super feels cool. like so unnecessary, but it's like that's and it's cool. Like that's that's a neat feature. It's actually super. It's super cool because think about those minions that you love, like the ones that you worked really hard for. Like uh, I, I worked, I worked very hard <laughs> for this little kitten. It's this little kitten minion that you get in ESO, and you have to run this one public dungeon. All oh, the pieces. Like, yes, the, 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 yeah. the little collar and the ears, and it, yeah. it took. Me and Sweet, who's in the chat, actually, it took us forever just going into this public dungeon and running it together to get this kitten. And then I put that kitten in my house, and every single time I go in there, the little kitten's on a stool, and it plays with its ball, and it looks at me, and it's so cute. <laughs> and I feel so good about the time I spent on that kitten. <laughs> like, but we could have... It's, yeah. it's very simple. It's a very simple reward. But it matters. Like, I may not I always want that have in that 14 now. Out. I know. Yeah. 
it's with, really with nice. my Allegan melon. <laughs> I walk in the house, the melon just rolls up, greets me. Hey, how you yep. doing? I'm, 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 I'm a dies. sentient. <laughs> I'm a sentient <laughs> melon. Yeah. Would you Would you like some melon? Grab a piece of me. I was so sad when you. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, it rolls up and it says, "What is my purpose?" <laughs> it just splits in two. <laughs> just give it to Allegan. No dialogue. It's it's fine. It's, yeah. it's an Allegan melon, right? I mean, it's super. Like the possibilities are huge, and it you know, 14. It works in the favor of the developers in that the community has already done so much of this themselves through role playing, through creativity. Um, I mean, even just the ways that they position the uh, vendors that you can get, the way that they move them around. When we got one of the Namazu for our FC house, we cheated away to elevate it so that he's mm -hmm. standing on a little chair and he's like so cute and I love him. And like, that's a little story in and of itself to me. Um, but I mean, there's a lot they could do with it. And yeah, I mean, like yeah. even adding more functionality, like for example, guild halls in guild wars 2 which i touched on but it's actually pretty neat um you can develop a portal hub that portal hub will let anybody who's a part of your company teleport instantaneously and for free to different areas you can develop a mining and uh like gathering area that um through like group contributions allows you to get like you know various materials just directly from your house you can get a uh, little like individual nodes that crafters and gatherers can go and just like access in there there's a little pvp arena where you can do 1v1 fights there's all these different things there's even like a bartender that you can get that will then give you buffs for leveling or other stuff in addition to any other buffs you might have mm -hmm. so shouldn't it be a debuff so so we, we do have <laughs> some variants of those things so like we have like yeah. the, the the airships we have the subs we have uh they should probably really upgrade the uh the crafting furniture pieces that are good if you're below level 50 oh. nice to see those get an improved uh, uh cool. level adjustment uh we have you know the the one little ethernet etherate thing you can put in your yard i wish there was a way to like not need to use that because you only have so many spots in your outdoor area like it'd be nice to yeah. just get rid of that and just keep that functionality. Like, yes, yeah. but yeah, yeah, we have variations, but I think kind of like we talked about with some other systems, they maybe haven't totally kept up with um, a lot of the stuff that people would use them for, or like current content. So it, there's a lot they could do. I think there's a lot they could do. It's just a matter of time and energy and whatever systems they're fighting with behind the scenes that we don't know about, right? Right. Um, who knows? I mean, who knows? But. This is a random thought I had uh, during all of this. Earlier, I was talking about how I thought uh, people made more interesting things in 14 than they do in ESO with a, a better furniture yeah. movement system. That could also be because the housing zones in ESO themselves are just way more interesting than the one box right. or two box or three box stack we have in 14. Because there is... A couple of boxes that you build way more interesting uh complex things in that's probably why the things are more interesting <laughs> I mean, so i really i feel like the game uh 14 would benefit from having those other layouts like we were talking about just because they're boxes like give us something other than boxes even if it's like a box with a hole in the middle square donut something <laughs> a spiral staircase a yeah. you know yeah. like Anything that you could just kind of shake it up. It is interesting because I think that that box gives a lot of people a blank template, but it's a blank template mm -hmm. that they have to, like we were talking about, sometimes just 
not use any of. Mm -hmm. Like, they have to just not use two of the three floors that they paid an obscene amount of money for just to make a layout that is different that maybe keeps you from ever seeing the stairwells. Like, yeah. It is, it is difficult and you don't really, I think, get to optimize the space that you've been given because of the limitations. And sometimes in ESO, like those houses, they have so much personality, they're so different, they're so diverse. That's super cool. But sometimes that can be limiting in its own way. Like you have that big open cavern with a, an ice lake and you're like, cool, where does my character sleep? <laughs> On the ice? Yes. Uh, do I have enough pieces to make a shack? There's can a campfire I... <laughs> if you have a, a backpack. or you know, And there are tents hello. and things that you can get in the yeah. game to sort of create it so it looks like you've made a little outpost or things, right? Like, um, I think that they can be limiting, but because there's so many different ones, you can pick which one works for you, which mm -hmm. is cool, which I yeah. like. Did we actually finish the letter? And that was, yeah, 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 yeah. A while <laughs> okay. ago. We just, uh, you know, man, we, when you we get us off. talking about housing, it doesn't matter what the, the subject of the show is. We don't talk about housing. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a big deal. It it's is. important. Now, here, uh, I guess this will, be, this will be a very last little thing. We talked about not wanting to pay for a house entirely. But how would everybody feel about increased, like, paying for increased item slots in a house that you already have? Oh, why would you say that? I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, yeah. Uh, depends on how much it was. I, I yeah. can live without. It depends on the price. And I, I, and I think I to to one point too. Um, there's a you know like like we were talking about earlier when they when they drop the the 32x support. Uh, it is gonna get to a point where it's a little rough when you have so many items in the house, right? Things won't load or unload, and especially mm -hmm. with the way that people are you know building things. Uh, I mean, imagine building this, like, elaborate set, and then, like, half of the items don't load in. <laughs> and yeah. you can see what it actually is. Like, it doesn't load, like, the mm. one partition that hides everything. Um, uh, I mean, that would be rough. But, and again, I mean, and this is kind of what they said when they, they did talk about um, that that 64-bit thing and items popping in and out. It's like, it's just kind of the way it is, you know? So, they could do that, but... I don't know. I, you know, and, and it might also tie into the way that the inside of the house works with the current housing neighborhood system. I, you know, who who knows? Yeah. True. Good points. Good points. Yeah. Every time I hear the word instance, um, it just, yeah, we are constantly living in instantception. Like your inventory yeah. is an instance of an inventory. Your every item is an instance of that item, and it's like. Yeah, it starts to get insane, you know, these yeah. nested levels and like... And then, if if, you ask God me forbid, you ago, enter a duty and that has to yeah. come with you. Yeah. Like. If you were to ask me like two years ago if we would ever have World Visit, I'd be like, no way. There's no way they could do that. That's insane. But, you know, who knows? I mean, these it are can be done. right now. It can be done. Yeah. It's just a matter of yeah. figuring out the way that makes the most sense while also not kicking everybody down that already has a house yeah. and... You know. It's so delicate. It's so delicate. Yeah, yeah. They got to be careful with how they handle it, but they they do need to handle it. <laughs> yeah, but as we were saying, the perfect time for it is Ishgard or Alamigo failing that if that is to happen. You know, when oh, you don't make it Alamigo. Oh, I know. I'm just. I don't saying. know if I'd want a, a big instance house if it was an Alamigo. 
but like it can't be on the first. I don't think that they would do that because that wouldn't make any sense lore-wise. I mean, maybe a little bit, but not really. You're the only person who can go to the first. So. I mean, my 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 thought is after this patch, um, now that the scions are gone, somebody needs to be there to oversee the fact that we now have basically a production line of tanks being made. Um, there's no way that that isn't going to <laughs> there end. There are a couple in... teenage grills to handle that. Don't worry about it. Oh well, then it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, if uh... they do, if they do actually like go to major cities after the fact. In mm -hmm. a progression, which again, we don't know because this is the first yeah, time we've ever done anything like the Ishgardian restoration. In my mind, logically, it makes sense that from here on out, our next version would be Alamigo because mm -hmm. we've already done Domen Enclave. So, like, yeah. I mean, Alamigo makes sense to me. And maybe, hey, we'd get a neighborhood or something that I think actually that just, just like it, stone on stone I, on stone. I already have yeah, exactly. so many feelings about the fact that like we're going back to like Xenos again, and it's like, hey, look, Asahi's back. Remember him from Stormblood, <laughs> this other expansion. <laughs> How would you like housing in Alamigo? It's just no. Yeah. They could a lot of people beautiful. They could. A lot of people yeah. would like Alamigo housing. A lot of I people mean, oh, yes. love Alamigo and thought it was very shortchanged. That's yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. I just I just want to get as far away from Stormblood as quick as we can. <laughs> in all honesty. <laughs> I loved the glimpse that we got to see in the Alamegan dungeon of the yes. tile work, of the vibrancy, of the possibility of like gardens they maintained, of all these things that I would have <laughs> oh loved. But but yeah. here's here's like the inside my, of the my... palace, but yeah. as as a house. Mm. Yeah. Yes. yes. But yes. here's here's my question then, and and I, this is I, I'm trying to be fair here, right? Mm -hmm. Hatred for Stormblood and Alamigo aside, <laughs> wow, wouldn't wow. that be a little too similar to Old Oz Goblet? I mean, Maybe. yes, Could be. designed Alamigo to be a little bit too similar to Ulda. <laughs> I'm just going to be completely honest. Like, Wow, have, all right. I have really strong feelings about this because let me explain. You don't say. At the time, <laughs> my main character in my head, and I think I've talked about it on the cast before, um, canonically was from Alamigo. And I was mm. so excited. Yeah. I was so excited to go there because they've talked it up for so long. And I was like, this is going to be really neat. I mean, there are so many different cultures that have lived in like arid or desertous regions. There are so many different ways to do like whatever they want to do with architecture. So many inspiration sources they can draw from. And then we got to Alamigo and I was like, Disbound. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Because yeah. it, like the inside of the palace is more what I was envisioning, right? Like verdancy or something and like of course it's a nation that's been affected by war yeah. yeah but like even so i didn't feel like the city reflected that like maybe once it had been beautiful but that beauty had been stripped and like sheared no from it. and like, and and so and yeah. that that was the big issue it, it, it was also that like the alamigo like the the city was a dungeon and then you have <laughs> this like weird outside area that's like kind of a town but not really but mm -hmm. it doesn't reflect that mixture of Alamigo and Garlean architecture that yes. was promised to us when they announced that this was going to be a thing. And so you're just yeah. like, eh, I mean, right. so honestly, Fusion, I'm going to take this. And I'm going to just I'm going to go back to earlier conversation. I'm going to throw this at you. If there were areas of Ishgard and Dravanian lore and all these different things that they've managed to tie in and buff out and fill in with the Ishgardian restoration, then I, I think that Alamigo would be the perfect next setting to actually expand on some of the stuff that got shortchanged in Stormblood. Yeah. 
I think you're wanted to fix it. You're, you're not. You're not wrong. I'm just. I'm so after after <laughs> Shadowbringers. I just Stormblood is the worst expansion, I and I just don't want to be reminded that it was a thing that ever existed. <laughs> Some people love it. I didn't care for it particularly myself. And they're allowed. I, and they're allowed. Yeah, I it's do. Just think not my thing. A lot of room for them to do something there, mm -hmm. and then you know, from there, who knows? Like, do we go Crystarium? And I mean, if they even do that, do we do somewhere else? I can't imagine we would do any big plot stuff on the on the first after this point. I mean, they could. I would be surprised. They could. I would be surprised though, and mm -hmm. I I don't know, especially now that the Scions are gone, it would be a little rough to try Those to. Those two pull teenage that into girls are just hanging out there, being big old loose ends. I mean, we yeah, have the two girls. We've, I mean, we have so many NPCs in that area that I think could still support. And if you did the facet stuff and things like that, I mean, there's a whole other thing mm -hmm. there. Yeah. With the I, I think they could do it, especially if they're trying to encourage people like zones not to go completely dead once the expansion is over, right? Yeah. So, like, there's all of that. But then, I mean, of course, we have to think about like, what does this mean long term? I mean, if we mm -hmm. get instant housing in Ishgard, does that mean that with each iteration, then we get instant housing? Right. If we just get new plots, do we just continue the plots until we one, once again are just running into this issue? I, I don't know how they're going to address it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I mean, I don't even know if they've known totally how they're going to deal with it. And I guess the ending of Ishgard and the restoration will be a big... Yeah. A big It'll answer. Let us know. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so. Steven in the chat says uh, we also have Eden and the twenty-four man stuff. Yeah, and and I yeah. think Eden uh, stupid decisions by two teenage but girls aside. Again, um, that's, that's two two teenage girls, right? That's right. That's Eden. I, I think yeah. I think it'll it'll wrap up and it'll be like, yay, things are getting back to normal and that's fine or whatever. Uh, twenty-four man raid uh, will probably continue to be super inconsequential and make no sense and have no impact on anything storyline wise. Um, yeah. It's just, there's, I, yeah. it's so boring. <laughs> I just really hope that they they deal with the aftermath of what they did to the first in this last patch. Like, are mm. you kidding? Like, so many people, it, just think about the first in the world and like, okay, the night came back. All right, that's weird. Okay, but cool. That's good. Light wardens are gone. Awesome. Why is the sky falling everywhere at once? Okay, guys, we're leaving. But what? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Does anyone not in the Crystarium know what just happened? Probably not. Also, <laughs> like, robots are attacking the this Dwarfen village. Yeah. Eh, they'll be fine. They'll be okay. <laughs> I mean, we assume, like, and I, I don't think it's actually an assumption. I think it yeah. is what we know at this point. The, the eight-man raid set seems to be dealing with how do we actually create... Sorry, Siren, go by one second. Hello, okay. welcome to Chicago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, seems to be dealing with um you know how do we make this a place that is habitable again which yeah. is i think fundamentally the biggest question because mm -hmm. as a hero you can't just leave and be like well all of the planet got basically destroyed but you can live on this one little place until overpopulation forces you to kill it yeah exactly like <laughs> wow that got dark quick damn yeah. like yeah, so think... we brought darkness back to the first <laughs> they had to answer they had to answer how do we make this place livable again and that, to me, is what the eight-man raid is establishing, as mm -hmm. well as possibly tying us into future threads with the world of darkness, Yeah, which I yeah. think we very much... I mean, we still have Anunculi, who I... also is hanging out. We still have, mm -hmm. like, yeah. there are threads they have set up, I think, to take us eventually at some point to the world of darkness. Truly. Um, like, actually go there and do something. Um, but, like, we have those themes, right? And then I think all that other follow-up that you were talking about, um, Aldino, would be 
perfect for something like a restoration. Right. Right. Like, which I think is maybe what they're doing with this, the Ishgardian restoration. I yeah. feel like maybe, and we'd get some more conclusion about what has happened in the aftermath, you know, in a year, mm -hmm. a couple of years, you know, whenever it is. Um, but I don't know if we'll get much before then on yeah. some of those like, you know, more nitpicky kind of answers with things. But yeah, I think that's that's why restoration is perfect. You know, like you were saying for Alamigo, it was perfect for Ishgard because we got a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it would be great for the first. But I just don't know that they get over the narrative of it because it's like, yeah, I got a house on the first. Yeah, do you? Why do you? How did you? Like, why why does everyone have a house on the first? It's why like is there a war? Home. Right. <laughs> You're the only person in the fiction who can go there, right? So it's like, uh, yeah. Look, know. if if I'm gonna go over to the first, I need my summer home. It's true. I mean, that's maybe, very true. Maybe you just like it there. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, and, and technically, like we do have small we world. do have like <laughs> our in room, right? Like, yeah, mm -hmm. like which is is system wise an in, but like people live in the pendants, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's, it's just uh, it's it's like. Yeah, so it's just like an apartment for us that, that we're just given because we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. bunch of refugees. That almost makes it more compelling for it to be instanced, honestly. Right, yeah. Like for yeah. it to be a single-player instance home, um, because then it would make sense. You are the only person that technically exactly. has it there. Mm -hmm. In Amara. <laughs> totally. Look, I just want a big like high-rise apartment, which is right there. In in Amarat. I mean, but like, I but like, like the fake Amarat, not like the weird, like moldy coral growing like Amarat. Like okay, like like we could like, live sucks, in Amarat. our old apartment theoretically. <laughs> that would be so. Oh. Cool. oh, if you got your estate. Whoa, from, like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> That's so it. That's I. Iskard housing. No, get out of here. I want my original house back give me my house back legacy apartment it just has yeah. the symbol on the front oh door like on your chocobo <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yes don't make me want it so bad because now it's never gonna happen it's too late i'm already double past legacy. that point i'm yeah, yeah. Just double legacy you <laughs> walk in and it's just exactly how you left it hythodeus is like oh a... you're one of those you're one of those adventures would you like a house oh i see your legacy come on in <laughs> <laughs> Formerly like, unknown in chat says, uh, I don't know if it's them would have a house because they were the yeah, traveler. Exactly. No, I think you'd oh, walk in gonna... and it would okay, just be go back to? the leftovers of all your adventures. So the first thing you would see is a barrel of very old grapes. Like really, yes. really old moldy grapes. <laughs> it's wine. It's wine at this point. Yeah. You know those like, are the those are the grapes that yeah. the, the quest is about, totally. Yeah. In in uh what is it called? Not Kalusia. What is the other one? What's the real one? Linosia. Limsa land. Yeah. No, what's it called? What's the continent? Linosia. They didn't hear you. But yeah, you know, it'd just be like the leftovers of all the adventures you had gone on. Yeah. The cutscene that you get when you first enter is just like you sitting on the floor amidst it all, drinking a glass of wine from the. It's so good. Trying to go through all of your notes. Sit in your chair, kick your feet up, just like. Pour the wine, throw it back. We have we have animations for water and milk. We know they can do wine. That yeah, shouldn't be true. a stretch. They already it have part of this scenario done. Mm -hmm. It would be amazing. I mean, look, would they most logically put it in the Crystarium? Yes, but would anybody want that if they could have what we're describing? No. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> Would you guys like to live in the Crystarium or Amrut? Why is this a question? What? <laughs> oh, I mean, we'll just have to see. I mean, I think so much of what we talked about today encompassing some of the problems and I think some of the good ideas that maybe just didn't pan out as as they hoped, as the game grew, as the community grew, right? We do have a booming population, which is an amazing thing. Having this problem is good, but we have to find a way to fix it. And I think seeing the end of Ishgardian Restoration will provide some big answers for us with what they're thinking moving forward. And if we do get something like that instanced house and then that continues, and then we eventually get the, the house with Emra, which mm -hmm. I'm living for, um, that would solve so many issues that we currently have. But whether or not they can realize that, we don't know. Whether or not they'll just continue with the system that they have until maybe down the road we get Final Fantasy XX, the MMO. We don't know. <laughs> we have no idea. But um, as players, I'm hopeful. And they obviously are listening. And from the letter that we read, they said as much that they're listening and that they are very aware. So, I mean, fingers crossed. Let's mm -hmm. keep hoping. I, I think it would be great because uh, a lot of people do need those houses. Somebody in chat mm -hmm. uh, brought up, and also I was going to bring up the uh, the fact that the only reason we could get down there is from Bismarck's breath. It's just going to yeah. wear off. We're going to drown in our apartment. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. We'll still take Emron. It's fine. It's fine. It'll, it'll be weird. We'll, we'll have to re we'll have to resort to like Bioshock methods to to live in, no. in Amarat yeah. after the bubble. It's pops just all or... of our visitors who are going to die. We can breathe underwater. You're I right. Hey. Yeah, um, we're fine. Yeah. We can live underwater. I mean, I there, still, talk to your neighbor. Guy. Yeah, talk to your neighbor, not Geralt. He can he'd set you up with a yeah. a straw to yeah. the surface. A straw. <laughs> I'm so sad for him because he's gonna be stuck in there forever. If they don't do anything with him, he's just gonna be chilling in there forever. See, that's the that's Maybe the narrative continuation that. we yeah. need on the first. It's like for the raid, no, forget that. How does he get out of there? Does he care? I guess he doesn't care. How does he get materials to make things down there? What, he would run they, out. He dropped them down the straw. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he has to have some... Come on. He yeah. is an inventor and he makes stuff. And he made a, he made a tunnel yeah, somehow. He made some to the, to the yeah. surface. So I'm pretty sure that the man put in some kind of... Some sort of transportation yeah, system to get up and down. I'm this sure. is like a five mile like long ladder. It's long. It's and it's, it's it's the it's the the MGS Snake Eater ladder. Yeah, so as he starts say, to climb yeah. up, it just plays that song, and then yep. you just loop it for like ten times, and then you're up at the surface, and you can't feel your arms. Yeah, that's why oh. he's so strong. <laughs> it's he it answers questions metal. we didn't need answers to. It's great. Yeah, it's fine. I'm fine with this. What are you gonna <laughs> say, Charles? Oh, I was gonna say that at the end of this whole letter, it says. Final Fantasy XIV is set to expand, right? That's what he says right there. So that's something to know, too. Like, th this is all the speculation we have. Right now, they're working on the next expansion. They already know, yeah. right? And yeah, Ishgard's going to show us their hand into what they're going to get into. But I think by December, January, we should get that first, you know, trailer and that sizzle reel of, you know, like, bullet points of these are the things that we're going to fix. And if housing's not in there, I don't... I don't see how housing couldn't be in there, right? If there's not new races, which we kind of think that there aren't going to be new races. I, You know, I'm fine if there's no new races, as long as they right. can make the new ones wear some damn hats. Right, exactly. That's what I would guess. I would guess that this is kind of a, a, a lack of better explanation, like a, a talk update. Like, a, we'll just yeah. do the stuff that is a little bit lacking right now. We'll fix that up in this next expansion. So I think it's the time for it. 
Um, yeah. So Bishgard will show us, and then I think immediately afterwards we'll have a new one that will show us what they really want to do. Like, well, and, and you know, I mean, the was it was it the last last fan fest or fan fest before it, the talk about Ishgard and living there has been around for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I like to think that Essie knows that people want houses, right? And yeah. so maybe this is a, this has just been a long a long game. Like they're like, okay, this is how we'll do it, and while we work on it, we'll have this mm-hmm. re- restoration up. thing. And so maybe it does end in it. We yeah, who knows? Yeah. Fingers crossed. I guess I got I got to do it too now. Everybody else is doing. Yeah, it. yeah. Everybody. Else I don't want to blame you. I don't want to be. I don't want to be left out on this. <laughs> yeah, I would clip that and then go back to it and say Fusion didn't. It's all Fusion's fault. It's out of context. He edited. He edited the clip. <laughs> it's a deep fake. Yeah, I I think that it is the right time to do it, and yeah. I mean that is one of those things that we hope. Yeah. You know, like that would be okay with me. I can't speak for everybody. I can't speak for all of us even here. But like to me, I mean, yes, there are the races that we have right now have some huge fundamental mm-hmm. problems that should not exist. Like. They need to be able yeah. to wear the stuff in the game. They need to have as many options as the others if they are going to be races in this game. Otherwise, I like just- I lost it when I heard the new raid hats couldn't be worn on the like. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I've never felt it's, like so angry like so fast at this game. I mean, it's, it's just nonsense, and it's it's, it's stupid. Not, it is a short. It, it's it's a weird like shortcoming of a team that is so much better than that. You know what I mean? And I don't understand yeah. like. There are reasons that this has happened, but it doesn't mean that, like, in an MMO of this caliber with the amount of players that we have, that it's okay to have these races that just just so don't have half mul- the things. Multiple the people on the team decided that that was okay, and, like, what? What are you thinking? <laughs> like, no. But, but it's like, here's the thing. As a player, I'm okay if we don't get more races, as long as some of the things currently with the ones that we have are addressed. And then we see these changes and we can see tangibly, yeah, like, hey, that manpower is going to these things that really need to be fixed, like housing or like these other sort of elements. And if they come out swinging with that, I'm going to be like, yes, yes, fine, good. I don't even care. Let's just get those changes. Guys, we have to be really careful. We've already talked about housing this episode. If we get into Vera and Hrothgar, it's going to be another two hours. We've got to be really careful. We can't do it. We can't do it. (laughs) No. We need to hold on yeah. All right. Well, I think we've been, gosh, almost over two and a half hours, two and a half hours ish. Yeah. We were live a little bit yeah, before that. Just about. Uh, pretty good, considering I didn't think we would spend that much time talking about much of anything. Uh, so. You should have more faith in our love and and also despair in housing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> um. Any any closing comments here before we uh, we start to wrap this up? I have faith that they're they're gonna do something. Uh, they're just doing it in the amount of time they have and trying to do it well theoretically, and they really so that they don't, don't have to then do it again. Yeah, because really this is that. yeah, there's yeah. a balance here. <laughs> they gotta find it. And they gotta not screw over a bunch of people in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a tough they're yeah. not going to tell us anything until they have it set in stone, like what will work for them mm-hmm. with the servers that they have with their expansion plans. They will not tell us anything because they don't even tell us about job changes. Now yeah. they're not going to tell us about housing. Heck no, no. definitely no. not. 
Uh, they're going to test it internally as much as possible, and then it will finally be floated out to us. So, like, that's not to say that they're not working on it right now, because they probably are. It's just that we won't know. It's um, it's it's gonna be one of go. those things. It'll be like flight in in two point zones yeah. where it's a change that requires a lot of time, and so they've slowly been working on it for a while. And at some point, we'll finally get to that point where they're ready, and they can say, "Hey, check this out." And then they'll like Yoshida just walks out and like drops the mic, and that's the whole like presentation. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be great. Mm-hmm. All right. Many fingers crossed. Yep. All right, so that is going to do it for this episode of Eighth Rate Radio. I think uh, next week we will probably cover all of the uh, stories from the Tales, Tales of the Shadows. Is that what they called it? Tales from the Shadows, I think so. Yeah. Tales from the Shadows, yeah. like, all right, got it in one. Um, we'll probably <laughs> talk about those uh, since we haven't done any of them yet, and by next week uh, all of them should be out, so we'll be able to go over everything. There's um, something more in there. There's some good stuff. If you're ready to have your heart just like wrenched around, guys, read the stories. Yes. Read them. There will there will be feels. Be prepared. Mm-hmm. Be prepared for feels. Uh, if you want, you can email us at aetheratradio at gamerscape.com. You can tweet at us at aetheratradio. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Discord at gamerscape. You can also uh, find us on uh, discord.gg slash gamerscape. Uh, I need to push the button for this. Uh, we also have uh, the Aetheratradio Radio channel on uh, Discord where you can uh, come and join us talk about the show. Um, big thank you to everybody that supported us today, all of our new followers and subs. Um, and uh, make sure to tell your friends about it, uh, about the show. If you enjoy it, uh, let them know about us. Um, and uh, until then, uh, you know, the world is a crazy place right now, so we'd like to remind you to uh, be good to one another. And until next week, we'll, uh, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.